Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. How do you pass up the opportunity to spit blood in Joan Baez's face? Face, face, face. Hey, what's happening, Mike Schmidt, 40-year-old boy podcast, Wednesday night. That's right, we're actually in front of a microphone on a Wednesday night, making it work, bringing it to you, bringing you some information. I don't know if this is information, really. It's just a bunch of fucking talking. It's not info. What if it was? I have intel. You know what? I actually have some intel. Hold on. There's some Morse code intel for you. Go ahead and figure that out. Uh, apparently, there are spies on the move over the Maginot line, and I'm going to need you guys to go ahead and set up a last line of defense because, unfortunately, our guys with our bayonets and our muskets are caught on a ship in the middle of the fucking ocean, and they're not going to be able to get over there. And the ones who do are all going to get gunned down in the beginning of a Tom Hanks movie, and that's going to be bad for everybody. And here's the weird part. They're all getting gunned down in the beginning of the Tom Hanks Mr. Rogers movie. That movie is going to take a turn early. I, you, I don't know what you're expecting. You're going to show up, you're going to expect Mr. Rogers to be super gentle and take his shoes off and wave at you and say, howdy, uh, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. But right in the beginning of the show, a bunch of dudes in old school soup bowl helmets and fucking gray camis are just going to get fucking mowed down and just chummed into the goddamn water of France. That's right. They've combined the D-Day. Uh, is it D-Day or is it Normandy? What? what are, I don't know. what. Uh, what's the beginning of Saving Private Ryan? It's just a bunch of fucking people getting shot. It could be anything. It could be Sandy Hook. I get no fucking idea what's going on. It's a bunch of people taking lead. So that's what's happened in the beginning of that fucking movie. Everybody's taking lead. And now, in the new Tom Hanks, in the new Mr. Rogers, which uh, now I feel bad that I've sullied it by saying these things, because I'll tell you what, I watched the trailer for the Mr. Rogers movie, and let's talk about the fact that I'm a 51-year-old fragile motherfucker right now. I'm just a goddamn... I, I think I'm one of those little crystal figurines that can just fall off a shelf and t- break into a thousand pieces or whatever the fuck. Or I'm there, I'm there, I might be, you know, I'm just blown glass. I wish I was blown. I'd probably be, be in a lot better mood. But I'm blown glass at this point where I'm just ready to fucking crack at anything. Or I'm, I'm, you know what I am? I'm, I'm like, uh, I'm like a, a hot water bottle that you fill with cold water and then it shatters. You ever see that happen? No, nobody has. Isn't that Mythbusters? Does that happen? It happened to me with a with a, a glass I frosted once, where I frosted a glass in the freezer and it was so cold, and then I put milk in it that was super cold but not cold enough, and then the, uh, the ensuing physics bullshit just fucking shattered glass and poured milk all over my goddamn floor, and then there was blood. And I, I by year fucking two, I think I told that fucking story. Um, but if I want facts, I guess that yeah, that is physics, right? Chemistry, science, science. <laughs> they blinded me. With science, uh, I don't know if I've mentioned this to you before. I lift weights. I go to the gym. I'm a, I'm kind of a fucking meathead. I'm pushing iron around, folks. I'm lifting up plates and bars, and often bars with plates on them. There's a bar that weighs 45 pounds on its own, and then I still put weight on top of that. You're goddamn right, I do. 
and I fucking sit down. You know, I got to warm up initially with like 100 pounds. Then I go to 160. I'm doing fucking reps of 15 each. I'm, I'm Don't kid yourself. If you came here and felt me right now, you'd go, ooh, <laughs> I bet you would. You'd wonder why you were in my house. And I don't think your first instinct would be to come over and feel me. Uh, although you could touch me if you wanted and you could uh, heal me. Go ahead and heal me. Do, do me. If your first thing's thing is to come over to my house, please go ahead and heal me. I would appreciate that more than anything else. Uh, you could see me as well. If you want to see me and heal me. But touching and me and feeling me are also options. Those are all either. These look. All I'm telling you is these are all on the goddamn table. If you're to show up and you see me sitting there and you think to yourself, well, I want to touch and feel that guy. Well, that's great. But first, see and heal me. Just do that first and then go ahead and just get grabby. Just get your hands all over me like a goddamn Asian masseuse. Oh, just climb up on me and walk on me. Just dig your fucking toes right into my goddamn back, right between my shoulder blades. You know what? I did a little uh, iron pushing today and my lats are a little stiff. So by all means, go in there, fucking get in there and dig your toes in. And, but they better be, uh, I, look, I, I have rules. They can't be gross. You don't have gross toes that you dig into my lats. If you're some kind of fucking hillbilly who's out there trouncing around in the mud and then you come over here with a fucking banjo and you climb out of my goddamn back, I'm going to throw you through a fucking wall. Do me a favor. Go to get a pedicure. Get something pretty. Get a, get, get a good look. And pick your own color. Something nice. That's fine. But just get a, a nice pedicure. And I, I prefer, uh, what do I prefer? I prefer, a, well, I don't prefer anything. I was going to say I prefer a certain size. Who the fuck has that? Who's, who's like, yeah, I like a size six foot. Nobody's that guy. I would hate so uh, to, to be that guy. I mean, I suppose if you're a, a, uh, a foot fetish dude, you got to be real specific about that kind of shit. It's, it's like furries. Furries aren't like, like if you came up to a furry and you're like, dude, I totally want to fuck you. And he's like, yeah, that's a burlap sack, man. They don't, you don't look like a fucking wombat or whatever the fuck. And you'd be like, so what, man? I like, I'm totally, I'm sort of furry. It's like burlap's a fur. And he'd be like, no, fuck that. That's just like fucking rolling around in a cat's tongue. I can't do it. Go get dressed up like a Pokemon and then come over here and we'll bang. And, uh, and I just don't see the point in that. I don't understand the furry fetish. I don't know. Look, fetishes, I'm on board. Again, I, 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 love, I'm, I don't mind your feet. I don't, I don't care about sizes. If they're hot and they're pretty and you got a pedicure, gem in my mouth. Let's fucking do it. However, if you, uh, if you if you come at me with the furry thing, and I, who am I kidding? I had fucking, we talked about cats last week. I'd rail the shit out of the cats. I don't give a fuck. Rebel Wilson rolling around in a bath mat. I don't fucking care. Bend her over. Let's fucking make this happen. I'm, I'm, I'm going to pretend now that I'm picky. And I wouldn't fuck a chick if she's dressed up like a cat. I would fucking... Ra- and then here's the thing. You just got to make sure it's a chick. Although, who cares at that fucking point? If something's dressed up like a cat, whether it's a guy or a girl, if you just... if You you know what? If you insert and you fucking make it in there, then you're fine. doesn't matter. If whatever the entry is or the exit or whatever the fuck, just go ahead and fucking plow the shit out of whatever's dressed like a cat. If you're dressed like a cat... Because, again, you've already made the leap that you're fucking a cat. Boy cat or girl cat? What are you, what are you gay if you fuck a guy cat? No, fuck you, man. That's ridiculous. You're fucking a cat. You've already, you've already gone off the fucking reservation at that goddamn point. So do me a favor. If you're fucking a cat, who cares if it's a guy or a girl? So I guess what I'm telling you is I'm, uh, I'm, I'm by cat I suppose I would say I'm by, I, uh, I, by feline by, by puss, pussy I don't even know by pussy There you go. I, I, you know, I like, I like both kinds of pussy guy, pussy and boy puss or girl pussy, uh, cats. I I don't like the other phrase that I just used. That's not I'm not a fan of that. That's a preponderance as well in porn, and I fucking uh, horrified that I even said it to you, and I apologize. Part of me wants to go and cut it out, and yet I'm just gonna go ahead and plow forward because I'm already talked about railing a fucking chicken, a goddamn fucking cat costume. So what am I gonna do? I'm gonna go in and edit myself on something else. Look, we've already this is already fucking bad, right? Uh, I mentioned going to the gym, folks. I go to the gym. Why did I mention going to the gym? I was talking about something. Oh, uh. Well, no, first I was talking about Tom Hanks. I was talking about that because I, I, I saw the trailer for that movie. And um, again, I'm I, I, uh, oh, this is what I was talking about. I said I was a glass figurine who would break into a million pieces. I'm a fragile soul. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a uh, 
I can't lie. No more of your darkness. <laughs> um, all my pictures seem to fade to black and white. Here's the deal. I I uh, I saw the Mister Rogers trailer, and I just I yes, I teared up. I wish I didn't. I wish I could say to you that I'm I'm a normal person who doesn't have emotions. I wish I could just be a guy who goes through life and smirks like everybody else in the goddamn social media networks and everything like that. It just goes, oh, LOL, man, do it for the lulls and whatever the fuck. All those assholes who pretend that they don't have any feelings because whatever, you mad, bro, or oh, you cried. Yeah, man, I'm mad all the time, and then I cry all the fucking time. What the fuck? It happens. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not pretending to be something I'm absolutely fucking not. I am a crystal figurine. I am, I am a dainty little Lord Fauntleroy in a fucking blue sailor suit and a goddamn straw hat. That's who the fuck I am, man. Don't even pretend that I'm not some fucking Gerber baby dressed up in a sailor suit with a straw fucking hat, just smiling at you beautifully, and you're looking at my chubby cheeks, and you're going, oh, I want to pinch that dude. When he grows up, I'll sit on those cheeks. Uh, I hope. I hope that's the best part. The pinching part is fine. When you're a child, that's because that's all I want. If you're a child, you just want your cheeks pinched. Nobody's thinking about getting their face straddled when they're a youngster. Nobody's eight years old going, boy, I hope that lady sits on my face. And instead, because that, in that in your mind, you're just like, ah, I'm going to suffocate him. What the fuck? But then when you get older, you're like, oh, yeah, that's that's fine. I don't mind if you want to just go full on fucking bicycle seat on my goddamn face. Go ahead and leap on me. Go ahead and jump on me like you're riding on a fucking Harley. Just slouch down and fucking slump and just smother the fucking shit out of me. Because I'll tell you what, here's how I'm choosing to go out. uh, I'm either going to smother or I'm going to drown. And I'm betting on the latter, knowing who I am as a guy. Uh, All right. Hi, this is me talking about horrible things. And I don't mean to be that person. Why would I go ahead and bring those things to light? We already talked about guys getting mowed down at the Maginot line, and now all of a sudden I'm someone straddling on my face and going to work. All right, cool. Um, <laughs> so I go to the gym. <laughs> and, uh, and you know, it's it's not time to weigh in yet. I weigh in in, uh, what's today, the 23rd? I think it's the 23rd. Uh, no, 22nd is was Monday, so today's the 24th. Um, so I weigh in in a week. So, or no, in, in, in eight days. In eight, well, you know what? If there's eight days in a week, I love you. There's no doubt. Eight wasn't didn't I think about eight days of pork to choke down or whatever the fuck? Um, so I will weigh in then. But what I'll tell you is, I, I know. I mean, I can feel. You know how you can feel changes when you're working out, or you can feel like things are different. Like I feel better. I I just know that I'm carrying myself. I'm stronger. I'm feeling better. I'm feeling. Uh, you know, I'm like, we're doing a ton of fucking leg work. So I'm doing like squats with kettlebells and fucking hamstrings and shit like that. Quads, leg presses. And, and I can tell when I'm standing up, like I'm not, you know, I'm sore certainly after we lift, but then over the next couple of days, there's, there's, there's power in, in my stride and nothing's going to break that stride. Ain't nothing going to slow me down. Oh no, I've got to keep on moving. Uh, but I can feel it. You can feel body changes. I feel lighter. And I'll tell you, I don't even know if I'm, I don't know if I'm lighter but I do know that I'm stronger, so I'm able to carry, like, my carriage is is different because I can go ahead and fucking walk around and carry whatever the fuck weight I'm bringing. So I am making progress. I'm getting, and, and the, well, lifting-wise, certainly. Cardio, eh, I did something the other day because my friend Ellen, she was I, she was texting with me, and she's like, uh, I said I just got to the gym, and she's like, do some cardio. 
And I said, well, you know, John's not here yet. And uh, and she's like, well, you just do a little cardio, just do five minutes. And I was like, man, John is just going to be fucking, he, he's going to love you. So then I did. I climbed on the treadmill and I took a picture and sent it to her. And she's just like, ha ha, I knew it. And I'm like, all right, well, because she was very nice and she's she's a lovely woman. And, and her and her boyfriend live on a mountain. And I didn't want to let her down because, again, she's on a mountain. She's got, what the, who's she talking to besides nobody? <laughs> she's talking to me. So I couldn't let her down. She's going to go outside and talk to a moose and be like, yeah, I can't believe it. Fucking Mike wouldn't get on the goddamn treadmill. And the moose is going to be like, uh, duh, I told him to get on the treadmill too, duh. Uh, I don't know why I'm texting with a moose. I don't know why a moose is dumb. What if a, a moose could be smart? Why am I making a moose a dumb animal? Moose are, mooses, mooses, meeses? I, look, and first of all, again, as we all know, I think I've said this several times before, I hate meeses to pieces. That can't be argued. That's something that I'm going to go ahead and take until the day I die, right to the grave. I want, you know what? I want it actually, if there's, if you're around for my wake, I want that on a fucking banner. I want it right over my goddamn open casket. I hate meeses to pieces. I will dare these mice to eat me in the grave. I, I, I draw the line. I, you know what? I do it. I spit in a mouse's face. I spit right in a mouse's eye. And I go, you know what? If I die, I'm going to be sealed in a mouse-proof box. And I dare you to try to get in there and chomp on me. And do I think that eventually the mice will band together and, and make it their fucking solemn swear that they're going to go through and chew through all these miles of dirt to get into my fucking box and chew the fuck out of my bones? Probably. But I don't care. That's a line I'm willing to draw in the sand. You, you talk about a Maginot line. That's a that's a Mousinol line. I'm drawing a Mousinol line in the sand. I dare you, you mice. Here, I'm putting it out right now. I'm putting out a fucking challenge. Hey, mice. I'm going to die someday, and when I do, I'm going to be put in a fucking casket. And I'm telling you right now, you are not going to bite me. No mice bite me in my sleep. No mice bite me when I'm in my eternal sleep. If I go into a, ca- if I go into a coffin, because here's the deal. Eventually, they'll, they'll change death. Like, they'll figure out a way to fix it, and then I'll come back. And I can't be coming back with mice bites all over me. Fuck that. That's terrible. I'll get a fucking weird disease. And I know you're thinking, well, you don't have any blood anymore because they embalmed you and shit like that. You know what? Fuck that. I leave the blood in me. That's even more of a challenge to you mice, because now I'll be tastier. You want to bite me and get embalming fluid, you're just like, oh, this guy tastes bitter and fucking sour. But you know what? He's the best we got. It's the only dude in this box. It's an all-we-can-eat Mike buffet. But I'm telling you right now, motherfucking mice, I'm going to keep my blood in me as a challenge to you. Because And then I, I know you're going to try to swim through the fucking mud. You're going to try to bite into me like I'm fucking uh, the bride. And, and I'm going to punch my way through the fucking coffin as soon as they invent a way to fix death. And then I will taunt you, mice. I will stand above you and just fucking... And you know what? Maybe here's the thing. Maybe if I defeat the mice in death, I will all of a sudden be the king of the mice when I fucking rise out of the grave. I would love to be the king of the mice, like fucking Willard with the rats. Are rats tougher than mice? They are, right? Just cartoons have told us that over the years. <laughs> For, I think cartoons and movies have told us over the years that mice are certainly nowhere near as tough as rats. It, I, I think the, the hierarchy is... Uh, uh, well, bats, bats aren't tough. They're just like kind of scary, but it's, it mice and rats like rats. Are they like rival gangs or are mice just pussy rats? I have no idea. And, and what is, how is a mouse different than a fucking rat? They, they have the same face. The same, I think rats have the longer tail, right? But is that it? They get the same weird fucking same standard mouse body. They're all like sedans, mice and rats. You know what? That's like trying to tell the difference between a fucking like a Buick Regal and a Chevy Caprice classic. It looks exactly the fucking same. Just the names on the back, the Buick mouse and the fucking Chevy Caprice rat. That's it. I mean, there's the only way you can try to think about turning a way to figure out who exactly is who. You look at the fucking name on the back of the trunk, but it's the same body style. Mouse and a rat are the same fucking thing. I'm going to say this right now, and it might be, you know what? Maybe that makes me racist. Maybe that makes me animal racist. I don't mean to be that person. Well, I, I don't think mouse and rat, those are species. Those aren't nationalities or races. So I'm specious. Maybe I'm specious. Yeah, fuck you, mouse and rat. Same guy. That's what I say. Uh, but maybe I should do that. Maybe because you know what? 
Maybe it's like mice and rats are their they're natural enemies, and they just kind of like, ah, like the mice look down on the rats. Maybe it's like the song Trees by Rush, but it's, instead it's about mice. Uh, there is unrest in the gutter. There is uh, trouble with the mice, for the rats have stolen all the cheese, and the mice don't know what to do. Um, so, so maybe, maybe it's a good thing that mice and rats don't like one another, and I shouldn't antagonize. Because maybe if I make mutual enemies of the mice and the rats now they'll put together their fucking centuries of warring and they'll go we have a common enemy and his name is mike schmidt and all of a sudden the mice and the rats come fucking flowing after me that's not good i don't care for that at all because in the old days you would just count on because again as you said we've seen every disney movie in the fucking world there's a rat he's mean templeton whatever the fuck charlotte's web that's some pig he's running around he's eating all the garbage and he gets fat and he's just a mean guy and it's paul lynn too which nobody liked ah well paul lynn was funny but then you've got the mice and aren't they like, is, aren't the rescuers mice? And aren't they flying around in like a magic carpet and then they meet a bird detective or some bullshit? I've never seen these movies. I'm just guessing from fucking still frames I've seen on the goddamn internet. But I think the rescuers were mice, weren't they? I know Mickey's a mouse. And that's the thing is Mickey is like, you know, he's all happy and he's, a, of course he's happy. He's fucking rich. Oh, hey, hi, Pluto, that fucking guy. Um, and he has that voice. He's nice. Oh, hey, hey, Donald. Oh, he's all friendly. He's got fucking like parks that are his fucking domain and everybody gives him money and shit like that because he's the richest mouse in the goddamn world um right he has to be the richest mouse if, what if they're dude what if there was a what if it's like all right we because we know about like walt disney mouse all right and mickey mouse whatever the fuck and we're like all right he's like the richest mouse in the business but what if it was like there were shady mouse guys behind the scenes pulling the strings like you know how we know jeff bezos is like the, a billionaire and he might be the richest than bill gates but what if there was like a shady coke brothers of mice who were just behind the fucking scenes and they were like these shady ass billionaires who truly controlled the world of mice and mickey was like the front guy who was like oh hey hey pluto hey other mice oh hey uh, you know what? And fucking dickbag new Mickey is a jerk. No one likes no one likes Mickey with the voice. I don't like Mickey with the voice. You know what I like? I like Mickey who whistles and stamps his foot. That's the Mickey I like. I think I've talked about that on here. You know Steamboat Willie Mickey? When he's just like he's like do 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 by the way, I, I did that song. I'm hoping to God that I somehow get this blocked on YouTube for making money because I did that passage of the song. Oh, you can only do more than you can only do four notes before we fucking call ASCAP, you fucking hump. Uh, but when Mickey's like steering the steamboat and Steamboat Willie, he's like, oh, I can't believe I can't whistle. How oh, the fuck? It's, you know, it's because it's hot. I, my mouth is fucking dry. Hold on. <clears throat> That's like, and he, but his face is so cute when he whistles. Even as a mouse, you're like, that's the cutest mouse I've ever seen. I would totally kiss that mouse, which might say a little bit more about me than it does. I care to at this point, but uh, but he looks kissable. He looks like he looks like a cute little furry, friendly mouse. He looks nice. But now, he's got pants on and shit, fucking bow tie, and he's like, you know, he's got and, and, and look, Minnie's sexy. We can't get around that. And and think, you know what I think the real thing is? I think Minnie's sexy because of the polka dots. And I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I I really, if you see her in the polka dot dress, you're like, man, that's a mouse I'd fuck. Clearly, you, you don't you don't can't get around it. You think because look, she's wearing a dress, it's kind of short. You see her like spindly mouse legs, but you're thinking, well, you know what the fuck's going on underneath there? And then you got the polka dots. You're like, oh, it's kind of sexy. And she got the bow in her hair. And you're like, you know what? I'd work this mouse. I don't fucking care. I know you're trying to fucking shame me in some fucking way, but I would totally work this mouse. Now let me ask you this: if you see a rat in a polka dot dress. Do you think to yourself I would work that rat? I mean, kind of depends on what the rat looks like, right? We got to see the rat's face. I know you didn't just answer that right away. You thought to yourself, well, you know what? I got to see what the rest of the rat looks like. Because, you know, 
If you put a mouse in a polka dot dress, you're going to fuck the shit out of it. But if you put a rat in a polka dot dress, you still got to think, ah, what did the rest of that rat look like? Because also, like, mice, all they carry is, like, cheese and money from Walt Disney. And rats, they carry bubonic plague and other fucking bullshit, right? Aren't they monstrous fucking disease carriers? I mean, they're all disease carriers, really, when you think about it. I, mean, I bet even, you know, if you really want to get... Aren't birds, like, filthy? Didn't I hear that birds... Are, is it just pigeons or is it all birds are fucking filthy? But, I mean, they must be filthy. They live outside. All these fucking things are filthy to live outside. They're just... They're, just, they're, they're, they're like a homeless species. They literally live outside. They sell fucking, uh, you know, streetwise. They try to get your money from you. <laughs> they shit in the street. These fucking animals are animals. I'll tell you what, I'm not going to lie to you. These animals are fucking animals. Um, but yeah, oftentimes you think to yourself, which mouse would I fuck? And Minnie Mouse is clearly at the top of the list. I, I can't think of any other famous mice, really. But like I said, there's probably other shady mice behind the scenes. Well, there's Mickey and Minnie. And uh, did Mickey have nephews? No, Donald had nephews. Which means that somewhere, Mickey, uh, that Donald had a brother who fucked a bu- uh, like another duck and then she squirted out a bunch of fucking duck kids and then somehow they both died in a horrible hunting accident. I'm assuming Elmer Fudd crossed over from fucking Warner Brothers tunes and he showed up at the Disney lot and he shot, because he could never catch Bugs Bunny or Daffy Duck. So he's like, you know what? The Disney animals are slower. So he shows up fucking, you know, Donald's brother has kids with the fucking wife and then all of a sudden, bang, the, he, Elmer Fudd shows up and guns the two of them down. So now fucking instant family for Donald and he's pissed because he's trying to bang Daisy. But the whole time he's got to make fucking duck gruel and whatever the fuck for Huey, Dewey and fucking Louie. And he's got a fucking rich uncle, too. And that rich uncle is just, you know, he's not he's stingy as fuck. He should take them in. Donald has no pants. Donald is just fucking, he's just got a hat and a sailor suit. You know what? He's coming back and around to look like me. You know what? That cat's looking like me from when I was a youngster. I got that Donald Duck sailor suit on in the cherubic cheeks. Well, you know, Donald Duck, he's just got no pants. He's got a sailor suit on. He's trying to fucking da- uh, work Daisy. And then there's a he's got a rich uncle who won't take in the fucking nephews, man. Although maybe he did. I, don't, I never watched DuckTales. I know Scrooge McDuck, he had the fucking swimming pool and all the fucking gold coins. He jumped in there and he swam around, did a fucking treasure bath and did a fucking backstroke. Good for him. Um, how did that duck get rich, by the way? is there, Did they ever explain that? Or did he, was he just a rich duck? Because, I mean, it's more interesting to write for a rich duck. I mean, you don't, otherwise, unless you're Ralph Bakshi and you're writing some movie about the poor ducks who have no fucking money and they're scoring heroin in the goddamn street, then that makes complete sense. Now, those are the ducks that hang out with the rats. The heroin addict ducks, those are the ones that hang out with the fucking rats. But I'll tell you what, if you're looking for a fucking Ralph Bakshi movie, that's the way to go. But if you're trying to be, you know, if you're, if you want kids to watch your show, you got to make a rich uncle duck and, and, a, and another fancy duck with three little kid ducks. These kids aren't asking questions. You know what? Kids need to ask more questions. These fucking shows are not uh, going to just fucking support themselves. Uh, what the fuck was I talking about before we fucked a mouse? What the hell was I talking about? There was something. I, I certainly was. I was unveiling something to all of you. I was peeling an onion that made sense. Uh, well, for, I, I think I'd laid it. Well, first of all, I threw the gauntlet and I dared mice to eat me. Clearly. I, and that's uh, that was a mistake. I'm going to go back on it now. This is five minutes later. And I'm going to think to myself, you know what? Probably you shouldn't be daring mice to eat you when you die because you won't be able to defend yourself. It, unless you get put in a mausoleum or a crypt or you get su- maybe they'll store me in a tank. Ooh, do that. You know what? If you give your body to science, like I've talked about that, I don't want to do that. Because, again, who's to say if there is a fucking afterlife, I don't show up and need my spleen. You know what I mean? Because like, if I show up, I'm like, hey, fellas, how you doing? They're like, hey, welcome to the spleen club. And I'm like, I don't have a spleen. They're like, well, you're going to the other place. Button pushed, slide down a fucking thing, and the devil fucks me in the face. And I'm like, oh, man, just because I don't have a spleen, I got to suck devil cock? That's not fucking good for anybody. Um... But that's how I feel about it. Like, if you show up in heaven and everybody's like, if there's a heaven, like I said, I don't want to get into this bullshit, but if there is a heaven and you get up there, who's to say you don't need your fucking lungs? 
So like you're in an accident, you're like, ah, I give my lungs to that guy who got hit by the train. And they're like, seriously? And you're like, yeah. Well, and they're like, you got hit by a train. I'm like, all right, I, I apologize. Give my lungs to the guy with cancer who needs lungs and kill me because I get hit by a train. And they're like, all right, buddy. They sew your airbags right out of your goddamn chest. They throw you in a coffin. If you're lucky enough to not have mice eat you, you wake up in fucking whatever the fuck, heaven or wherever. And Jesus is there with St. Peter. And they're like, hey, how you doing? And you're like, good. <laughs> Air's a little thin up here. And they're like, well, you don't have any fucking lungs, dummy. You gave them away to a guy with cancer. You can meet him in about 75 years. But for the time being, button pushed, slide down, fucked in the ass by Satan. All because I gave my lungs to a cancer patient. All because I tried to save somebody's goddamn life. All because I just reached out to a sick kid and said, hey, man, here's my lungs. Don't give your lungs away, folks. If you give your lungs away, bad shit's going to happen. Like I just said, you're going to get railed by demons. You're going to get fucked in the face by Beelzebub. That's not pleasurable at all. Uh, especially when you're trying to breathe through it and you got no lungs. You're just shortness of breath. <laughs> you're trying to keep your mouth open to breathe. He's just jamming his spiked devil cock in your mouth. Because uh, the devil has a spiky cock. I don't think there's any doubt about that, right? If we're really thinking about the devil's cock. Let's do that. All right, we're going to do that. Let's go ahead and lay this all on the table. What do you think the devil's cock looks like? I'm going to say it's, uh, you know, I'm not going to say it's super long. I'm just going to say it's fucking ridiculously girthy. I, I, think, I think the head of the devil's cock is like a sewer lid. It's that fucking big, man. And then and then it's just spikes. You know, it's it's not long. It's just fucking completely thick around. And it just tears you apart. Face or, or back door. Uh, awful. Uh, and by the way, the devil's only doing that to dudes. The devil's not railing any ladies. They got their own. They believe me. They had hell on earth. They don't literally any woman, any woman on Twitter who dies and winds up in hell. The devil's gonna go, hey, what are you doing? And you'll be like, I was a woman on social media. And they're gonna go, all right, well, you've been through all this. You you can go ahead and do whatever you want. It's like that old joke. It's like, oh yeah, like you've been married, you go to hell. They're like, all right, well, you're you're familiar with everything. Kinnison does that bit, I think. Um. So anyway, folks. I dare the mice to eat me. That's what I'm going to lay out right now on the line for you now. I dare the mice to eat me. Uh, go to the gym, lift. Here's something I'll tell you about. You know, our my gym is, uh, it's an independent gym. It's not a fancy gym. You know, it's just a hole in the wall with a bunch of machines and barbells and dumbbells and, and stuff like that. And me and John go there. John pays the the guy there to rent or, you know, for the time that he uses. And I pay John, you know, my, my fee. Um... And then there's other trainers. Now, there used to be a bunch of people. There There was a dude there who was training Ariel Winter. Do you know who that is? Ariel Winter is, uh, she's from Modern Family. And um, she, uh, the reason I know her name is because she had breast reduction surgery. Like, she was 16 and she had like 42 double Ds. And she's like, this is fucking ridiculous. So she went in and got them reduced. And, and the, the sad thing is, like I said, I don't watch Modern Family. I don't read the Enquirer or any of this shit, but I know her name from the internet because she, you know, everybody's like, wow, I can't believe you got her boobs reduced. And it's like, leave this fucking girl alone. It's like that happened with the chick from, uh, didn't, didn't Liana, maybe, is that her name? Who was the girl from Arrested Development? Didn't she get her fucking rack, uh, uh, whacked off or whatever the fuck? Um, I think she got scooped out. I have no idea. What is the, I don't know the technical term. Jesus Christ. I'm, I'm making friends all over this fucking broadcast. Uh, it is a broadcast. Don't kid yourself. I'm going out from here to Mr. and Mrs. America and all the ships at sea. Um, so there was a dude there and he had famous clientele. So he had Ariel Winter and she would, she would work out. And then he also had, uh, who are these, they were like these twin girls, but they were, you would know them. Like, think of some famous twins, not the Olsen twins. <laughs> it's clearly not them. They're not in my gym. Uh, I don't even think they're here. I, last time I saw them, they were tethered to kite strings and floating above a park. They are some thin ladies. 
Um, all right, so I, 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 there was a ton of trainers at the gym. You know who else trains at my gym? This is, and this is completely true. He still trains there now. Uh, Bill Nye, the science guy, trains at my gym. And, and every time he shows up, I, I don't mean to double take, but I do a double take. And you're just lifting, you know what I mean? So it's like, you're just like, hey, what's happening? Hey, good morning. You know, that kind of thing. I don't run up to him and I go, what's the chemical solution for borium or whatever the, f- I don't, you know, I don't hear, hey, what's happening here, buddy? Uh, I don't ask him science questions because I, I know what he's going to say. Um, because I know all about science. What if I did? What if I was that guy? I, I didn't ask him about science because I know all the science answers. Anything I need to know about science, I already know. I know that uh, you can make a volcano out of baking soda and fucking seltzer water. I know all that shit. I know mice won't bite you in a sealed box. I know everything I need to know about goddamn science, Nye. Back the fuck off, guy. Nye. Nye, guy. Uh, so he works out there. But the point is, there used to be a ton more people there working out the gym. But now, uh, the dude who trains Ariel Winter, I think he bought his own gym. And now he left, and he took a bunch of the trainer people with him. Like, they all went to train at his gym. And, uh, and it's, I, that's fine. I don't, you know, it wasn't like we were all this huge family. There's one dude there who trains this guy. Mariano is super cool. And, um, he's a trainer. He doesn't, he trains people. He doesn't train there. Um, and then John, of course, who I get along with, but then that's kind of it. There's like two other trainers. And I think I've put up photos before of these trainers who bring, um, their, their animals to the gym. Like there's, there's, oh, this one girl brings this Pomeranian and he's, he's, he prances, you know what I'm talking about? That thing where he just like, I, we talked, remember we just talked about Steamboat Willie tapping his foot and whistling. Um, th- this fucking dog is so floofy and fucking beautiful. And he just, he, he'll look right at you and just fucking smile and make that little, Pomer- you know, Pomeranians, just that little smile like, <laughs> and then he, he gets out of his little, he has a little bed and he gets out and he, and, he doesn't walk like paw, 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 paw. It's like two paw, two paw, two paw, two paw. He's like, a, he walks like a hobby horse. It's fucking insane. And it's cute as hell. Um, so he shows up at the gym and then we have another trainer who brings another dog. And I, and I love it. I love seeing doggos. And so I go to the gym. This is two weeks ago. And uh, one of the trainers comes over and says, uh, hey, do you bring your dog to the gym? I said, I've never brought my, I don't own a dog. I've never brought a dog to the gym. They go, okay, well, I just wanted to warn you. Uh... And she she puts her leg up on the bench and she goes, look, and she has bites all over her leg, like little, little red bumps, like all over it. And I go, oh man, I go, what I don't, cause not, cause I don't even, look, I don't want to hear about bed bugs. I, I just anticipated that that's where it was fucking going. And I, so I look, I'm like, uh, what, what is that? How? And she goes, well, and then she proceeds to tell a story that one of the trainers brings a dog in and this dog has fleas. And she's like, I have a dog at my house and I can't be bringing fleas home to my fucking dog. She goes, but they are biting me. She goes, look at this. She goes, she goes, I saw fleas on me. She goes, that's when I knew. And, and they've, they've confronted the trainer several times and the trainer's like, no, no, my dog is super clean. And they're like, listen to us. We're telling you now. So now it's, it got so bad that fleas like were in the gym. Even when the dog wasn't there, there were like some fleas in the gym, like just, I don't know, hanging out like young toughs, singing around a garbage can that was on fire. I mean, just whatever the fuck please do when they're not biting a dog. And she's like, yeah, I saw them. Like, you can see them jumping. She goes, I'm just warning you. Like, you, you don't want to take any home to your animals. And I go, I don't want to take any home, period. I don't give a fuck about animals or fish or whatever the fuck. I can't bring bugs home. And so you know me. 
I spin up Tasmanian devil style where I'm just like, what the fuck are we going to do? Are we going to kill this dog? Are we going to kill the trainer? What the fuck are we going to do? Are we going to fumigate this fucking gym? We got to do something, right? And uh, she's like, I don't know. I've mentioned it to a few people and people just kind of go and you know, tell me to calm down. I'm like, I, I go, dude, I'm not calming down. Fuck this. I, I go. And I, and then of course I launch into the bed bug story and she just, she's flinching and we're both itching our, our, we're scratching our arms and our legs. And now I look and I, I'll be honest with you. I have, I had a couple of bites on my leg and I didn't know what they could be from. I wasn't even thinking about it, but I must've got them there at the gym. I, there had to be like fleas who must've jumped on me or whatever the fuck. And you don't, you know, you're working out. So you're not even thinking about it. It's like, I'm feeling shit on me, biting me or whatever. But I, I panicked. I go, I go, I can't have bugs. I can't. I just, and so she was like, well, I think they took care of it. And they and then they wind up bug bombing the fucking gym. And so I've been back now the past two weeks and nothing's happened. And I talked to her. She's like, oh, no, I haven't seen any. And I said, all right, that's fine. Because John, John has a dog. And he, he even said, he's like, man, I can't, you know, I can't even fucking chance it and bring home fucking dogs or, or, or fleas, I should say. And I said, yeah, no fucking kidding. I, I go, I, I go, literally, I will lose my mind. I will just, I will just fucking start shouting at everybody. And I go, that's not a good look in a room full of fucking meatheads. But fuck that, dude. Um. So I, so I'm panicked. I mean, I, I, you know, and it seems fine now, but fucking, but dudes fucking fleas. Cause I had, dude, I had fleas, you know, I had bed bugs, you know that, but I've told the story of the fleas when I got married in fucking 2000, no, it was a 97. I got married in 97 in August of 97. Um, we went to LA for our honeymoon to find an apartment and the apartment wasn't coming available until October 1st. It's the apartment I'm in right now, as a matter of fact. So my wife and I decided we were going to give up our apartment on September 1st to save a month of, of rent or whatever. And her brother, my brother-in-law was like, Hey, you can totally live with us. And we we're like, cause he had a house, he owned a house and he had a fucking spare guest room and a spare. We would have had the whole setup, a whole, our own bedroom, our own bathroom, all that stuff. It wouldn't have been an issue at all. So I was like, cool, that sounds great. And our stuff would have gone in his garage because we weren't really bringing a lot of stuff with us, just couches and furniture and stuff. We didn't have a ton of dressers in our bed. And then when we got out here, we were going to buy stuff to get, you know, to fill the rest of the apartment. So we go to stay at my fucking brother's house, my brother-in-law's house. And uh, the first night, you know, we're over and they have a cookout and we, we load everything into the fucking garage. And I take a fucking shower because I'm just, you know, you stink after fucking moving and it's hot and it's August. And, uh... And so the bed was real nice. I'm like, all right, cool. We'll just go to, I'll just, I'm just going to cry. I went to bed super early and Jill and I, I'm sorry, Karen and I both went to bed and, um, we, we, uh, I, I turned the lights off. We get into bed and it's that thing where you've got the ceiling. There's a ceiling fan above us. So it's rolling and, uh, and you sleep kind of with one leg under the covers and one leg, not under the covers. You know, I had my arm, my arm, you know, I'm on my side arm around Karen, but my legs are kind of akimbo, whatever the fuck. And, uh, my leg that's under the covers I start feeling, uh, how do I put it? Just, just like, it felt like somebody kept pressing on my leg, but not just in one spot. And, and I am not pressing like hard with their finger, but it felt like somebody kept touching me. Touch, 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 like on my, and I mean, on my calf and on my knee and on my thigh, like just my leg that was under the covers. And then, you know, I had my other leg out under the covers because, again, I had just taken a shower. There's nothing better. Dude, is there anything better than taking a shower in super hot weather and then going to bed with like a fan blowing on you or the air conditioning and you just fucking, oh, my God, I love it. I just, I like, you don't even want to move. You could stay in bed for fucking 30 hours. So I'm laying there. It's, again, super hot, but we got a fan blowing. we got a ceiling fan going, and I'm laying under the covers, and I feel like this, like my leg is constantly getting touched, and then my outside leg is getting touched. And I, uh... There was a bedside, like a light on my bedside table. 
So I reached over and I, I turned it on and I pulled up the sheet. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Dudes. I I look under the fucking sheet and it it looks it is like a fucking bug party. It is it, they are just and and the, the 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 what I'm feeling is fleas jumping off of me. Like jumping on me and then jumping off. And and it gets so bad. I open when I lift the cover because I had noticed I didn't notice this when I was laying there because the fan, but then when I open, I pick the cover up, you can hear them hitting the sheet as they jump like Because they're jumping off me and hitting the sheet and then landing on the bed. And I I mean, I could see them. It's like, if you can, dudes, if there are fleas, you're like, oh man, I got some flea bites. So we're going to have to do something about this. But if you see them and you see a, a bunch of them jumping on you, it's you, you, everything is ruined. Everything. You, what the fuck is going on? What kind of horrible fucking monster den do you have that you these animals are not being taken care of what i just i so i lose my fucking mind i'm like whoa and uh and karen wasn't asleep and she goes what and i go honey look what the fuck and we pull the sheet back and then it's there's easily like 35 fleas that you can see they're just they're walking on the bed and they're jumping on my legs jumping on her legs and she was bitten like i could see that she'd already been bitten i'd been bitten but i wasn't really paying attention and I get out of bed. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And and she's like, honey, that's okay. They have dogs. And I go, no, no, no. This isn't okay, man. This is like the black fucking plague, man. There's, just, there's waves of them. It's not even like, there's like a couple that's one fucking thing. But look at this. They're, they're, they're having a pool party in the fucking bed. They're jumping around. They're dancing. They're fucking sambaing. Get them fuck out of here. And I, I get her brother-in-law. And I'm like, or my brother-in-law. I go, what? Well, dude, I go, there are fleas all over my bed. All over, all over that room. Because then I notice that they're all over the fucking room, and my clothes are in there. And so then I'm like, well, fuck, I'm not bringing fleas to fucking California. He's like, oh, well, that's okay. We'll let off a bag bomb tomorrow. And I'm like, I, 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 I th- all right. To this day, I don't. I, I, I get if you're embarrassed, or I get if you're just like, well, it's not that big a thing. Oh my god, they're not gonna kill you. Like I've, I've heard that so many fucking times regarding bugs. Like there was a, there was a friend of mine who had ants. And the ants walked, were in his shower and walked up the wall of his shower. So you'd be in the shower and the ants would be walking up and down in the margin, you know, the crease where the one wall met the other wall up to the ceiling or up to the windowsill and walking outside or whatever the fuck. Because it was hot. They were coming in looking for water and they loved the shower. And I would say to him, dude, we got to fucking raid the shit out of these things. He's like, what, man? They're not going to hurt you. It's just fucking ants. And I'm like, dude, that, that mentality where you've given up. Where you've literally given up. When there's there's a hundred fucking fleas jumping in your bed, you're just like, ah, you know what? We got dogs, man. It's a it's a hazard. It happens. No, it doesn't fucking happen. Are you kidding me? Tick bath these motherfuckers. Do something. Get a vacuum or a fucking cannon or a bazooka and blow the fuck out of this fucking room. How do you have this cavalier attitude toward the fact that there are monsters in your fucking room? And everybody's like, oh yeah, monsters, whatever. No, they're monsters. They are monsters. They're bugs who eat your blood. They eat your fucking blood. Ants are all over the fucking, you know, even, even if ants, they don't bite you, whatever the fuck. Maybe they do. I don't know if there's enough of them. Here's the thing. If there's a bunch fuck, if there's a fuck ton of noticeable ants going up and down in the goddamn shower, kill them, kill those motherfuckers. Now they might want to come back and get fucking revenge on you. That's totally fine. But at the same fucking time, if you go to sleep and you let these motherfuckers think they got the run of the joint, guess what? They're going to come in your bed and go in your ear. You want that? You want an ear full of ants? Nobody wants a fucking ear full of ants. And then you're just sitting there and they're fucking the queen is in there and they make your head the hive. And you're like, what the fuck, man? I totally feel anted out. And you're like, yeah, because you're fucking full of ants, man. Your fucking brain is crawling with them at this fucking point. 
I got holes in my head that they can climb into. They climb into your nose. They clog your sinuses. They kill you. That's how ants do it. Ants are plotting our demise right now. I've talked about it many times. Once the bugs figure it out, we're fucked. That's the thing. That's why earlier today I made them a huge mistake keeping the mice and the rats. We should keep them separate. That's smart. We got a Pied Piper over here. We got Walt Disney over here. Everything's fine. But now you start fucking letting the two of them talk amongst one another. And mice are like, hey, rats aren't so bad. And rats are like, you know what? We can work with these mice people. Let's fucking get the humans. And then we die. We just get overrun by vermin. Same thing with bugs. Ants are doing that fucking up and down. Like, hey, Charlie, how you doing? It's like the wolf and the sheepdog or whatever the fuck in the old cartoon. And they pass each other on the wall. They're like, hey, man, how you doing? Well, nothing. You know, just walking up and down the wall, going outside, coming back in here for some water. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Hey, there's a lot of us here, right? Yeah, there's even more of us outside. And this is a pretty cool entrance to this house. Like, we can get in and out whenever we want, right? Yeah. And all of us are pretty small. We could probably just go ahead and fit right in this crap. And, and we don't have to stay outside. All of us could come in. Don't you think all of us could come in? Yeah. And why don't we put out the word with our little feelers, our little ant fucking antennae that are on our fucking brains? Why don't we send out the call for a million more? Let's just, let's let's just go ahead and get some fucking reinforcements and kill everybody in this fucking house. What do you say? That's all they need. All the ants are waiting for is a Jim Jones. That's it. We need if we get one fucking ant Jim Jones who looks around. We need a, they need a Cyrus. That's it. If there's a Cyrus who may, who fucking shows up for the ants, we're all fucking dead. Can you count, suckers? I say the future is ours. If you can count. And that Cyrus is going to unite the fucking ants and they're going to climb into our house while we sleep and they're going to fill your nose and your ears and you're going to go like, oh man, it was just ants. And it's like, no, fuck that. They invented poison for a fucking reason. Kill these motherfuckers. Eventually, they're going to figure it out. We can't let them figure it out. It's taking this fucking long. Every day I read some fucking science story, you see it on the internet, they're like, these ants formed the word help. Like, whoa, how did that fucking happen? And everybody's like, ah, probably, they probably didn't mean to do it or whatever the fuck. Oh, we're testing these ants, and it turns out they they really like soup. How do ants like soup? They just eat whatever you fucking put in front of them. And then you read those fucking devastating ones where they're like, ants can carry 4,000 times their own weight. All right, well, ants don't weigh fucking anything. However, if you get 50,000 ants, that means that if you're asleep... They can lift you up and carry you out and throw you in a lake and you'll drown because you're asleep and you don't realize the fact that ants are carrying you outside to dump you into a fucking body of water and then you drown in the fucking lake. Or even worse, you wake up and you, because I'll tell you what, I would rather drown in a lake than wake up to realize that 50,000 ants had borne me aloft and were taking me to murder me. I, I think just get it over with at that point. I can't because what am I going to do? Fight 50,000 ants? They're all carrying me like a fucking I'm on them like rolling like a fucking surfboard. And they're just I'm like crowd surfing on 50,000 ants. If I woke up and they're just like small, but still big together and they're carrying my fat ass around, they're going to dump me into a fucking lake. And what am I going to do? Stand up and go put them up. I'm going to fight these fucking ants. I can't fight 50,000 ants. I don't want to fight a thousand ants. I don't want to fight 50. The ants. I don't want to fight one ant. If one ant showed up here with a fucking switchblade and a fucking attitude, I'd give up. He gets my wallet. That ant takes my money. Here you go, ant. Take my fucking cash. Go fucking spend it. Jesus Christ. These people who have this fucking lackadaisical attitude. Ah, it's just fleas. Hey, you know what, man? It's well, you know it happens, man. Dogs get fleas and just no, 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 no. It doesn't just fucking happen, man. Don't pretend that everything's okay if you just let fucking bugs take over your goddamn house or your life. It drives me crazy. There was a kid I knew in school. He had roaches. Fucking roaches. One time I stayed over at his house. The only reason I slept over at his house is he had an unopened box of Count Chocula. That's not even a fucking lie. Rick Chipkowski. I think I've told the story on here. He, his house was a fucking sty, man. He had, this is what he, dude, he had a fucking orange. This is gross. He had an orange that had been peeled, but it wasn't eaten. So somebody like peeled the skin off the orange and it still had that hard white rind part on the outside of the orange. 
And it was as hard as a regular fucking baseball. Like I went to pick it up and I was, cause I thought it was like a fucking pin cushion for when people sew like a, that shaped like a tomato or I thought it was a baseball. It was a fucking orange. And I was like, Oh, I put it down. It was like, it was just so crumbly and crusty and disgusting. And my thumb sunk into it. That was what was fucking really gross, man. I was like, Oh dude, I opened up his fucking bathroom or his, his uh, kitchen drawer and a roach ran across his spoons, ran across his spoons, man. So you know what I did? Because I lived in the same apartment building. I went to my house and got my own spoon to eat his box of fucking cereal because I'm a monster in eighth grade. Uh, I wasn't going to pass up that cereal. And I slept there. It was me and Rick Chipkowski and uh, I think Salvador, this kid Salvador from, uh, where was he from? He was from El Salvador. Was he from El Salvador? No, Nicaragua. That's where he was because we made up a song about him. <laughs> that was terrible. Um, so yeah, people who just be like, yeah, it's just, oh man, it's just roaches. He literally said that. I said, dude, there's a roach on your fucking spoons, man. And he's like, ah, it's just roaches. It's just bugs. You know, they're, you got to live with them sometimes. Um, no, that's what your mom told you because she's a fucking wino and she just doesn't want to go ahead and do anything about fixing the house. She'd just rather lay around and smoke and watch you fucking flitter your life away while roaches run across your fucking cereal spoons. Jesus, fuck. Have some respect. Have some goddamn pride for yourself for fuck's sake. Ugh. All right. Uh, you know, I'm going to take some, I'm going to have a sip of water. Hold on. Hold on, everybody. Let's get some water. So I go lift. I don't weigh in for another week. Um, you know, I got the lifting down and like I said, Alan encouraged me to do some cardio this week, but I haven't done a whole fuck ton of cardio. I have to admit I'm avoiding that. And also the, the fucking eating thing, you know, it's sleep, it's eating. And you know, my, my buddy, Johnny gives me the speech all the time. It's sleep, it's eating, it's lifting. It's all of that shit is for a healthy life and cardio. Um, and I, I making myself do the cardio is a hard ass thing. The sleep thing is really weird because my body, you know, I think I have it fucking licked, you know? And then this past weekend I drove and, uh, you know, I mean, just, I, I wind up, I'm in the car until seven in the fucking morning, man. I, 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 and then I try to get up early enough to where, but then you only got six hours of sleep and then you're fucking pie eyed. And then you got to drive that night and I drive again until seven in the morning. And then I'm, I mean, the way it worked was finally, uh, was it Sunday night? Yeah, it was Sunday night. I, I, I fell asleep on my couch at one o'clock, one o'clock AM. And then I woke up and it was like two fifteen, and I was like, all right, I, holy shit. I, I'm just, you know, go to bed. Don't sleep on the couch. Cause it's also hot in LA. So, uh, I have a cloth couch. So if you sleep on a cloth couch, you're going to sweat and it's just going to make your couch stink. It's just fucking not good. So I was like, go to bed. You got a fan in the bedroom. Just go to bed. So I got up and I went to bed at two o'clock and I set my clock for 10. So I'm like, all right, two to 10. That's good. I could sleep that. That's fine. And I set my clock for 10 o'clock AM. Cause, um, John had canceled the gym on me cause he had, he, he had tried to shift it to noon and then he was like, Hey, look, can we just do Tuesday instead? I said, that's fine which was fine with me. Again, I could sleep because my whole fucking weekend, I was driving like a psychopath and going to bed super early and whatever the fire, super early in the morning, but late. So I, uh, I set the clock for 10 o'clock and I went to, I went, <laughs> I went to sleep and it went off at 10 and I had to take a buddy of mine to the airport that afternoon on Monday. And, uh, so it went off at 10 o'clock and I was like, all right, you know what? Fuck this. I can't, I, 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 I didn't even turn the snooze on. I fucking just turned the alarm off. I go, I can sleep. And, uh, I, I closed my eyes and I woke up and it was like 1215. <laughs> so I, I had gone to bed at one fifteen. Basically I'd fallen asleep the night before at one o'clock, one fifteen. So I, I slept fucking 11 hours. 
And I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. I, and, you know, just I, I got up and I had to take my buddy to the airport. So I had to throw water in my fucking face and run to get him. But your body has this way. And I, I don't, it didn't used to be this way when I was young. I've talked about this before on the show now where I just, I'll, I'll be on the couch and I'll just fall asleep. And it's like, what the fuck? But it's because I'm not, I'm older, you know, and I have to, I have to realize that things are different, certainly with my body and the way my body's going to respond to lifting and, 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 diet and food and sleeping and all that kind of shit, you know, especially sleeping. Cause when I wind up, I, I feel it now. It's the craziest thing I used to get by. I could sleep five hours. I could sleep five hours and be fine. Um, but, but now man, if I get five hours of sleep, I'm a, I'm a fucking zombie the next day. And that's, and I'm ashamed of it. Like where I'm like, Oh man, what a fucking drag. I should be a grown up and be able to handle this. But it's like, no grown ups get eight hours of sleep. You fucking dummy. If you're getting five hours of sleep, don't pretend that you're, you're doing something that you should be doing. Cause you're not, you're clearly, you're hurting yourself and your body. And I told you, John, like, I, I'm like, Oh man, I'll go to bed at two in the morning. And I'll get up by 10. He's like, I'd rather you were in bed by like 10 or 11. Like, dude, I can't do that. Who the fuck goes to bed at 10 or 11? He's like, people, like real people. And I'm like, ah, yeah, but no, I can't. I've never, my whole life, I've tried. When I was writing on shows, I was able to fucking change my life and do that. But it's uh, it's a never-ending battle. That and food, man. I'll tell you, I, I, I get, I'm getting a handle on eating properly. Like I said, I was, I was cooking. I bought steaks. I bought lamb chops. I bought tomatoes and avocados. I mean, I bought a bunch of stuff to eat in my house. Um, and I do good for a little while. I do. Everything seems to be fine. And then just somehow I lose my fucking mind and I don't, I don't, my brain is a fucking jungle gym, man. I just, I just, it's constantly me dodging and diving and swooping and just trying to always fucking bargain and figure shit out for myself to go ahead and say, well, no, it's okay to do that. Well, no, that's fine. Well, what if you, it's okay to eat a loaf of bread. I mean, what the fuck? I mean, I, I, it's one of those things where like, I'll do, I'll do really good for like four or five days. And then for some fucking reason in my head, I'm like. Like I should give myself a treat or a reward for doing good things when, I mean, that doesn't make any fucking sense. Cause then you're not going to make any progress. You know what I mean? It's just, what do you, what do you fucking do? You can't give yourself a treat or a reward. The whole point is that's what you've done. You've lived your whole life on treats and rewards. So you got to go ahead. And I do, I've done this. I've lost a hundred pounds like nine different times. Once I lost 235 pounds and I understood you just, you just, you just stop. You just have to fucking stop. I've talked about it on here before about how, you know, uh, people that are overweight bargain, they bargain for this or they bargain for that. Any, anybody who's out of control, it's like a junkie. They'll be like, well, I can smoke one joint. I'm totally fine. And it's not like that's heroin or anything, but I mean, inevitably you wind up hanging around people that you shouldn't. I'm I'm talking about junkies. I'm not talking about recreational marijuana users. Please don't think I'm that idiot. Um, but if you're a junkie, you're a hardcore, like fucking dope fiend and you, you're a heroin guy and you kick heroin and then you go, well, you know what? I can hang out with those guys. Just have a couple of joints. That's, that's just not a situation when you put yourself into, man. I mean, again, like, so like I'm a food dude and I'm like, Hey man, I'm fine. I'm, I, you know what? I, I'll just, I'll buy a birthday cake and I'll eat that. Why the fuck would you eat a birthday cake? You monster. That's always my go-to by the way, for the fat guy. When, whenever the fat guy's out of control, he eats a birthday cake. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I have this mindset where I'm like, I'm going to give myself a reward. It's going to be great. And, and. Uh, you know, if I don't, if I don't give myself a break, I do good for a week and that's fine. Everything's great. I do good for a week. I cook food. Everything's good. I'm not snacking. Everything seems to be fine. And then I just fucking snap and I wind up making a fucking ravioli sandwich or something. You know what I mean? Like some ridiculous, like rye bread with, and, or ravioli or I'll, I'll buy cause it's fucking cheap. Here's the cheapest shit you can buy is noodles, man. So like I said, I'll buy fucking spaghetti and just make plain spaghetti with butter and throw some Parmesan cheese in there. And, and it's a dollar. It's a dollar for a box of spaghetti. 
And you can eat that for fucking two meals, maybe three meals, if you, depending on how hungry you are, man. And it's just, it is not good for you at fucking all. But it's like, it's this thing where I'm like, hey, what if I just made a bunch of buttery toast and I put like four pierogies on it? You know what I mean? And I fucking choked that down. It's like noodles with potatoes inside. And then I throw it on buttered bread. What the fuck are you doing, you animal? I just, I, cause that's the thing is I'm, I'm not. You know, I don't fuck around, man. I'm not going to go like, well, maybe I'll have uh, a banana for a treat. I'm like, no, no. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get to those two fucking license plates of chocolate. I'm going to put peanut butter and jelly on those motherfuckers. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich out of fucking Hershey bars. Let's do that. And uh, and you because, again, it's this thing where you're like, my my brain is like fucking Star Trek. It's like, ah, the food nonsense, the final frontier. Like, I just I just try to create shit because I'm like, this might be a good move. And I. Look, man, I've been through it all. That thing where you pound down a bunch of fucking food or you create, like I said, I'll have peanut butter, fucking Hershey bar, whatever the fuck. And then you're sitting there. You're just like, God damn it. I have I filmed myself. I ate I ate chocolate one night and I ate it right after I had eaten like fucking noodles or some shit, macaroni and cheese. I don't even fucking know. And I was I, I felt awful. I felt so awful. And I literally filmed myself. I, I grabbed my phone and I'm like, look at yourself. Look at this now. And remember how you felt and never fucking do this again. Never eat a bag of fucking sour cream and onion potato chips and then fucking two Hershey bars and then a pile of macaroni and cheese. Look at you. Look at you. You're fucking sweating. You've got to stop this animalistic behavior, man. I'm like, chewed myself out. And I saved it. I still have it. Has it stopped me? Do I go back and rewatch it? No, because I'm like, oh, man, I look terrible in that video. Yeah, because, again, that's fucking 35 pounds ago. But also at the same fucking time, it's like, dude, that's the whole point. You should watch it because it reminds you what you looked like and how you felt and how terrible it was. For fuck's sake, man. Quit inventing fucking amazing snacks that are fun to tell people about. But when you actually eat them, it's not fun at all because you're just like, holy shit. There's just there's I, I if diabetes is a guy. He is just sitting down and rubbing his hands together, waiting for me to fucking show up. I, and it's funny whenever I go, when I went the last time I had a physical and they were like, yeah, man, your blood sugar is normal. Like everything's fine. And I was like, ah, I dodged a bullet. But do I still continue to fucking shove chocolate in my maw? Yes. Like even then it was like when I had my teeth done and they were like, your teeth are fucking amazing. Like super clean. This is awesome. And, and so then I stopped flossing. Like I just, I don't know why I stopped flossing. I floss like, you know, fucking, I, I mean, I floss after I eat now. But not like in the morning and at night. Sometimes like twice a week, once a week, whatever the fuck. But I mean, I you know, I brush twice a day. I'm not an animal, folks. This, don't don't judge me, motherfuckers. Uh, you know, I brush in the morning. Uh, <laughs> I use I use a mouthwash in the morning. I brush and I use a mouthwash at night. I mean, I'm I don't have halitosis, but the point is, I should be flossing like a motherfucker. I used to floss all the fucking time, uh, and, and I just fucking I hung it up. I've got those little picks that I use after every time I eat because my teeth are so fucking wide together. I got to go ahead and pick out a fucking like literally, hey, there's a whole ravioli jam between one of your fucking bicuspids. All right, let's go ahead and dig that motherfucker out because I can't fucking sleep with that in there. Uh, so I, I, I'm still I'm still struggling. You know, it's funny because I wanted to be done by July 1st. Like I, I even said, I was like, July 1st, uh, I'll, I'll be on track. And maybe then I can like I was actually going to look into possibly dating again and doing all these different things. And then I'm like, I, you know, it got close to be July 1st. And I'm like, dude, you can't fucking do that. You can't. I mean, you're still, you know, I've, like I said, I've lost 22 pounds since the beginning of the year, which is great. But I wanted to have lost. I was hoping to lose 10 a month. So I thought I'd lose 70 by now. And I and John's like, that's not realistic. I'm like, oh, it's realistic. And he's like, well, yeah, if you eat nothing but toast and bananas, you fuck. And I'm like, well, I could have made it work if I'd done cardio and all these different things. And and um, but I I have to try and be kind to myself. Where I'm just like, all right, man, just fucking relax. All right, you you uh, you're doing okay. You're making progress. Am I doing the best thing for myself? No. Am I making the best progress of all time? No, I'm not. 
Uh, am I now going to stop going to the gym because there's fleas who live there? Probably. Now that I know that I'm going to get bitten and wind up getting fucking, uh, fucking uh, well, rats or bubonic plague. What are the black plague come from fleas? Don't fleas give you a disease too? Or that's ticks. Do ticks give you Lyme disease? I think fleas give you lemon disease. I'm going to get lemon disease from these motherfuckers. You know what? I'm going to get Liz lemon disease. And, and the good news about that is I will never follow a hippie to a second location. So that's fantastic. I'm excited about that disease. Um, <laughs> so, so I, I, I don't even know how this fucking got started, but yeah, so I'm, 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 I'm getting a handle on some things and some things are still way beyond my fucking control. Um, but I got back in the car this weekend and I drove, you know, pretty hardcore and I drove late at night and I will tell you this, it, uh, I, I felt accomplishment, which sounds crazy and strange because, you know, I'm ashamed of the fact that I drive for Uber or Lyft. I'm ashamed that I got to drive a car. And I know that's not the case. You shouldn't be that way when you're trying to make a living. There's no such thing as pride as our friend Richard Marks reminds us. But at the same fucking time, you know, I, I, I need to work harder at this and at Twitch and all these different things and try to be an entertainer. I would prefer to be a full-time entertainer. And you know this. And I'm not telling you anything you don't fucking know and that I don't talk about every fucking week. But getting back into the car, I felt... I felt proud that I did it because I I was taking care of myself. I was looking out for me and making sure that I had money to pay bills that I needed to pay. I and also I got out of my house because I told you I don't leave my apartment very much. But I got out of my apartment and I I met people whether I was in a, in a driving capacity or whatever capacity uh I was able to talk to people and say hi to people and 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 hear them laugh or or have a, a you know a, a, even a snippet of an interesting conversation. And look, there was was there a handful of people that didn't want to fucking say anything to me, of course. And I, as I told you, I don't want to talk to anybody either. But but I was proud that I was able to get out of the house and go interact with people. And there's there's this writer named Sarah Benincasa, and she wrote a thing. Uh, she wrote a uh, she's written a couple of essays that I've read. One of them was just do the thing or whatever. But she wrote a thing about how there's no shame in in your day job. Everybody's always like, "Oh, I got to quit my day job and I got to I got to hustle and quit my day job." She's like, "You can have a day job your whole life and still create and still be an artist and still be all the things you want. There's no shame at all in taking care of yourself." She goes, "The starving artist is that that's fucking gone, man. You can't you can't do that shit. It's romantic and it's that weird beatnik. Let's play some bongos and whatever the fuck and have some." round red shades and wear those and, and drop some acid and that whole thing of like start, you know, oh, I'm a starving artist, man. I'm a beatnik hippie and I make poetry, whatever the fuck she's like, there's no, there's no shame in actually doing whatever you have to do to fuel yourself and pay your bills. So you continue to pursue, pursue your craft. And, and I, you know, I, I appreciated seeing that from somebody who I respect because, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm real good at, at telling myself, well, you know, this doesn't matter or you shouldn't do that or you can't tell people you do this or, you know, I didn't want to talk about Uber on here for the longest time or, or Travis Barbecue, but that's my life, so it has to be addressed. Um, it doesn't change the fact that I'm a comedian. It doesn't change the fact that uh, I'm lucky enough that you guys listen and support and you're you're behind me and behind the show and um, you understand. You know what I mean? Just like I, I understand you guys, anybody who has to, if you're going to school, you got to support yourself. If you, if you got, you might be able to have two jobs, a side hustle, whatever the fuck, everybody's got to fucking do it, man. And, and I can easily get in my head and fucking kill myself over it all the time. But 
the smart thing is to not do it because I still have, like I said, I've got side hustles all over the fucking place. I've got cameo. I've got fucking, uh, oh, cameo though. I shouldn't even fucking talk it, dude. <laughs> um, uh, I shouldn't even bring this up. Fucking cameo dudes. All right, look, I'm on cameo. And like I said, I've been on cameo for over a year and I think I've had a total of eight people book me, which is totally cool. That's fine. Um, you know, I kind of cut my own balls off by having Schmitty call me at gmail.com and I call people for free so they don't have to pay me for the privilege, which is totally fine. And also maybe people don't want to pay me to make a fucking video for their phone. I totally get it. I've had eight and I think two of them are from our friend Tresha in Canada. I think she she alone gave me two. Um, so, you know, I haven't, I'm not burning up the cameos, but it's there. You know, it's like I said, there's a side hustle. There's Twitch, there's Amazon. There's all these things. I'll tell you these on the other side, but, um, but I will say this in doing cameo, I tell you about it every week. And in my head, I just go, why are you even pitching this, man? You know, people want to hear from you. They hear from you. They can see you on Twitch six days a fucking week. They hear you on the podcast. They can find your archives at YouTube. Like nobody needs to fucking hear from you personally. Nobody. I And look, I'll still pitch the shit out of it. I'm going to tell you about it just in case. But it made me laugh because I was like uh, that because that's truly the most naked of cash grabs. Hey. Do you want a video from me where I call you and talk about whatever you tell me to talk about? Then pay me $15 or $20 or whatever the fuck. It just, I love the idea. I love that they reached out to me I, because my friend knew the owner of the company and, and then he contacted me. He's like, you got to sign up. We'll t- we totally want you. We've seen, we, we think you're funny. And I said, great. Um, but then, like, as I've said in the beginning, it was all fucking reality stars and YouTube idiots and shit like that. But now there's big names on there, you know, and the names that, that I, I think Charlie Sheen is on there now. I mean, whatever the fuck, all these names are on there for people. But here's the problem. In addition to the big names, because I'm like, oh, man, with all these big names here, I'm never going to get a call. And that's fine. I mean, if you wanted to have Brett Favre call you, that makes much more sense. Or Debbie Gibson, because Debbie Gibson did a whole fucking song for a guy. That's totally fine. I mean, I, I would lose out to those fucking people every goddamn day of the week. But the problem is when I'm uh, when I'm losing out to these ridiculous fucking flavor of the month fucking jagoffs who who wind up on cameo and people book them because they think it's a lark and then they wind up out earning me and anything I've ever done in my goddamn life and I'm like what the fuck like I used to be pissed I'll tell you what I found out I found out that high pitch Eric I don't know if you know who that is high pitch Eric is a member of the whack pack for Howard Stern and he's just he's literally a mentally challenged adult whose voice is screwed up so it's really high and he's on Howard Stern all the time, and they make fun of him because he's on government assistance. He gets money via, like, people Venmo him money just because he's on the show, and he begs people for money. He's like, I want, I want to buy a pizza. Could you send me some pizza money? Is there anybody out there that could send me something for some? I was going to buy some cigars. And people do it. He's got an Amazon wish list. People fill his Amazon wish list because, again, he's on the Stern show, and there's millions of listeners. So if he can fucking grift a thousand of them into sending him 10 bucks a month or whatever the fuck, then he's fine. You know what I mean? He's doing good. He's certainly doing better than anybody else. And then they bust his balls. Cause again, first of all, they savage him on the fucking show. And they're always like, uh, dude, don't you live in a government assistance building? Like you don't pay any real rent. And he's like, well, because I, I qualified. And they're like, well, don't you get all this money from cameo? He's like, well, I, I don't want to talk about how much he get. he's like, he understands that he's on the grift. He knows what he's fucking doing. But I also went in my mind, I go, you know what? I can't fucking that dude. He's yeah, he's fucking half a waterhead and he's on the goddamn Howard Stern show as an idiot. But at the same time, if people are going to give him money because he's an idiot, then you can't. That's that's a grift you can't argue with, man. However, 
because because Hypochirga is essentially uh, this will sound weird harmless uh, uh, even though he's threatened to kill people in the past even though he's been arrested for it <laughs> he do, I don't think he really understands what he's doing I think he thinks he's generating content for Howard Stern and they exploit the shit out of it so if he wants to yell at somebody and t- say he's going to kill him or whatever the fuck uh, you know he thinks that's uh, you know it's he thinks he's funny he thinks he's being funny because they laugh at it and they don't realize that he, they're laughing at him or he doesn't realize it anyway. So fucking so, but still, but he's, he's found his niche. And if people are dumb enough to give him money, that's fine. But, uh, but just the other day, I think it was Tuesday. I I was on Twitter and I'm just, I'm uh, look, do you, I, I don't even want to talk. Fuck. I got to talk about this. Do you know who the bagel boss is? If If you don't know who he is, He's not even a bagel boss. The people just nicknamed him bagel boss on fucking Twitter. I, I've never watched the video. He became famous because apparently he started yelling at some woman in a bagel restaurant and he was being a cunt. He was just fucking yelling and he was yelling about how all women suck and they, they won't fucking date him and they're being mean to him. Like he was in, he looked like an incel just, you know, if you know what incel is these days and these, all these, all these new words, ladies and gentlemen, um, he's an involuntary celibate and he's because he's five feet tall He's bitching that women don't want to date him because he's short. And I mean, he just, he lost his mind in the bagel restaurant. He's yelling at the bagel people. He's yelling at all the people in the fucking restaurant around him. Like I said, I have not watched the video. I don't know anything about it. I saw a gif of him getting tackled by a big guy. That's all I saw. But in reading subsequent stories, they were just like, yeah, this guy was a fucking asshole ranting about how women are bitches and they won't fucking talk to him and all this fucking stuff. And, and I, I saw it and I was just like, man... Because then it was like, it's the, the stage of these things. It's like the first day, everybody's like, who the fuck's this asshole? And the next day, everybody's like, you know, it's pretty clear that the bagel boss has some mental uh, mental facility pro- or faculty problems. So we should go ahead and lay off. And can we not shame this guy, please? Can we not shame the bagel boss, please? Because obviously he's, and I'm just like, oh, no, let's shame the fuck out of the bagel boss. Let's fucking shame the fuck out of everybody. Can we do that? Anybody who acts like an asshole in a public square and starts calling out women and screaming like a fuckhead, then tackle him. Clothesline the shit out of that fucking guy. Jesus Christ. Stop with the fucking coddling and the what we get. You know what? We really got to see his point of view. No, we don't. I don't want to see his point of view. I'm a foot taller. If I'm going to see his point of view, I'm going to stare at a lot of fucking navels. Fuck that, man. Fuck this five foot cocksucker. You midget motherfucker. Jesus Christ. Screaming in a bagel shop, starting fights. And look, if you're five feet tall, good for you. I don't care. A lot of people are vertically challenged. I'm the fattest guy on earth. I totally get that. I'm not making fun of you because that's another thing. Please don't do that. Where I, because I, it's funny. Our buddy Travis. Uh, he, he's in the Twitch channel and he's like, he said I was fat shaming someone because I was, I was, <laughs> all right, I'll tell you this story. We, we were, I was playing a game on Twitch. I don't even know how the fuck it happened, but a fucking argument broke out where, uh, somehow Travis, Travis was saying that blues traveler was infinitely more talented than you two. Like some, some, I don't even know how it started. I think I probably, I probably started it. I don't know. Cause I'll tell you what, there's a, has half a conversation going on in the chat stream and I'm still trying to kill ghosts. Like I'm looking at the fucking video screen, trying to do that. And I'm glancing over at the chat stream, trying to keep up. And, and somebody named, somebody mentioned blues traveler and I'd like ripped them. I was like, get the fuck out of here with that fucking idiot with the vest with all the pockets in it. And, uh, and I don't even know, maybe I compared them to you two. I don't even know whatever the fuck happened, but Travis is just like, dude, no, he goes, man, John Popper 
is is infinitely more talented as a musician than anybody in U2. Because I don't know one musician who gives a fuck about U2, and they all will tell you that John Popper's amazing. And I'm just like, I don't give a fuck. This fat idiot in a fucking crocodile on her hat with a vest with 700 pockets in it, like he's on fucking let's make a deal. Get the fuck out of here with that guy. I just don't care. And I was doing an imitation of him going, because he was like, his breath control is unbelievable. So I'm like, run around. <laughs> and I, I'm sure I was being a shit heel, but it was just like he and he wouldn't back down. That was the thing is like he never he never once was like, all right, you know, I'm probably I, I might be wrong here. No, he was he was going to the fucking mats, man. He got the mattresses out and he's making fucking he and Clemenza are making sauce and telling me how great John fucking Popper is, man. And I'm like, Get the fuck out of here. You two are geniuses. They're good. They're they're. They're ridiculously good. And I go, Larry Mullen Jr. and fucking Adam Clayton. I go, The Edge, all these guys. And he's like, oh, yeah, The Edge has so many effects on his guitar. You know, John Powell. And I'm like, oh, no, you're going to do this. You're really going to fight. Like, there was no moment at all where he was just like, you know, maybe you're right. Maybe you 2s good, too, or whatever the fuck. He was just like, nope. Musicians love Blues Traveler and John Popper, and U2 is a fucking joke. Uh, and it wasn't that harsh, but it was, again, in a chat room, all I'm reading is text. So to me, I'm I'm starting to think, I'm like, is he really like mad at me? And then I was like, I go, dude, this fat motherfucker in that stupid costume, and he's on stage playing the fucking thing, and they're playing this blues, whatever the fuck music. You want to travel? Travel to right the fuck back to the county fair and play that shit for nine people. You two is going to sell out the fucking rose bowl and uh whatever the fuck i said and fucking <laughs> and travis writes uh man you should probably stop fat shaming john popper as well as talking about his musician skills or whatever and i was just like i go whoa whoa i read that because i'm playing again also keep in mind again like i said i'm i'm playing fucking spooky town and i'm trying to kill fucking zombies with barbed wire on their face an ogre charged at me at one fucking point so i'm killing all these mother i'm 51 years old i'm killing ogres what the fuck so I'm killing these dudes in a graveyard and then I look over at the fucking chat stream and by the way I should say there was a couple other guys who were like backing up uh, Travis that were like yeah man Blues Traveler is the best and you two stinks and I'm just like oh Jesus Christ man whatever but then I saw the fat shaming thing and I just went whoa wait what fat fat shaming are you fucking serious I go you know who I am Travis has been listening to this show for fucking at least 10 years. He's been in the chat stream every single time I go on. He's the fucking coolest guy, and he's always in there. But I struck a fucking nerve with John Popper and his vest. I was just like, he's like, yeah, you might probably want to stop fat shaming John. And I'm like, dude, I always call myself the fattest guy on earth. What the fuck? I mean, and I, I literally said it. Like, I'm on the stream. I'm playing a game. I'm in Spooky Town, and I just go, fat shaming? You know who I am. Jesus, fuck. Oh, I go, all right. I, I guess I, I, I may have overstepped my boundaries by fat shaming John fucking Popper. Gee, and didn't he lose all of his fucking weight anyway? Good Christ, whatever the fuck. And I just, and it just, I, I just looked at it and I was like, ah, oh. and it made me think, like I said, bagel boss, where everybody's like, Hey, you know, it's pretty obvious that the bagel boss has some difficulties and you know, we should go ahead and lay off him for a little while. I was like, no, no, fuck you. If you act the fool at a bagel restaurant, you yell at women and call them bitches and say, nobody will date you. You deserve to get clothesline in the face and knocked on the ground in a pile of cream fucking cheese, man. Fuck you. You're causing a scene. You're going to call and, and also if you're going to call a bunch of people out and tell them to hit you or, cause I guess that's what he did. He was like, hit me, go ahead. You want to fucking hit me, hit me. So a guy hit him. He's just like, all right, if you're going to call me out, you little wedding cake motherfucker, and you're going to start shouting at people, and look, I don't give a fuck if you're short or fat or whatever the fuck. I don't get, be you. I don't give a fuck. I'm not shaming you in any way. You're still a dick if you're yelling at people in a goddamn bagel restaurant. 
or if you're walking around trying to tell people your band is better than goddamn U2 when you're playing in the basement of a fucking bar in fucking Pleasanton, New Jersey or whatever the fuck these days. Or even if you're not, or if you're wearing the, uh, that, that ridiculous knockoff fucking hat. Um, but I'm sure he's terrific and his breath control's amazing. All right. Uh, you, you want to see breath control? Watch the Bagel Boss. Oh, my God. That guy's shouting it up and he's just fucking working those lungs. It's like a bellows, like a goddamn bellows, baby. So this motherfucker loses his mind in a bagel store. He gets tackled by some big dude. It goes viral for like two days. And I can't stop reading it. You know, I'm on social media, so everybody's like, aha, this is uh, this is going to last like the Bagel Boss, right? Everybody's referencing him now, Bagel Boss. He's a hashtag. If you look, dudes, listen to me. If you become a hashtag, it's over. That's it. That's fuck. You're fucking done. Lock your windows, close your doors, hop in your car, throw all the shit you can fit into your car and just drive to the woods. Because now you're a hashtag and everyone forever is going to call you hashtag bagel boss or whatever the fuck you're finished, man. You're if you act the fool in public like I look. Don't think I don't think about the fact every day how lucky I am that nobody put the video up of me beating the fuck out of the car on Highland Avenue. I, I to this day. Occasionally, I will go on YouTube and search like maniac smashes car or guy smashes car in Hollywood. I'll try to find it because when I walked, when I finished, I turned around. I, you know, I, I was because I, I, I went away. I was a fucking lunatic. And when I turned around, there's there's easily, easily at least five people filming me. It had to be more like 10 or 15. Everybody had a phone. And then I didn't see even the people across the street that were filming me with the people. I turned around I, like literally my face. I turned around into a bunch of cameras. I turned around and they're all filming me. And I'm like, how the fuck does this not ever get posted? I, I don't have any fucking clue because who I would have been, uh, you know, what I mean, uh, you know, the the Hollywood Highland uh, maniac, whatever the fuck, who knows? Hollywood psycho, whatever the fuck. Um, or, <laughs> I might have been, you know, I could have been, been even cuter. Something like uh, uh, fat guy tune up, <laughs> whatever the fuck. Um So but but I would have been a, a hashtag or whatever the fuck. And, and then it would have been over. So this dude becomes a fucking hashtag, and I'm like, oh, well, you're finished, man. You better pack up that little tiny-ass fucking clown car, get eight other clowns in there with you, and drive off to the fucking woods. It's over. You're a hashtag. Nobody wants to fucking hear from you anymore, you fucking dick. Or so I thought. Because this week, I, uh... I mean, I don't even fucking know. I, I don't... Look, explain society to me. I, please, do that for me. Bagel Boss is on Cameo, and that's fine. Any scoundrel can go on Cameo and pretend that they're somebody. Um, but the key is, will anybody book you? Will anybody be hire you to shout your Bialy, onion, sesame seed, everything, fucking poppy seed, cinnamon raisin bullshit into the ether with all your racial slurs? Whatever the fuck you do. You bagel boss motherfucker. And the problem with that is, yes, people have hired him. The bagel boss charges $50. I charge $20. I charge $20. He charges $50 for a phone call. $50. And if you go to the bagel boss's thing and scroll through, he's done at least, and this is three days ago, so he might have, he might have more now. He's done at least 40 of them as of three days ago. At 50 bucks a crack. So he made $2,000 in a week on Cameo. Shouting about schmears and ladies who won't fuck him, I guess. I don't know. 
and I was looking at it on my phone, and I I had this I just this fucking this ennui just washed all over me. Where I because again I told you, you know, opening up a microphone and talking to you guys, I'm I think I'm good at it. All right, but there are occasions where I kind of go, man, eh, nobody wants to fucking hear from me. Nobody wants to see me do that because it's you know I'm trying to do YouTube videos, all this shit, and I keep talking to myself out of doing them because I'm like, ah, eh. you know, there's there's so much of a cacophony of noise out there. Nobody wants to fucking hear me. I'm just another voice in the void, whatever the fuck. Um. But then there are the moments where I go, fuck you, you're a fucking genius. What the fuck is wrong with you, man? Nobody can do what you fucking do. And then I open up Cameo. And uh, I, like I said, I've done eight, which is fine. As I've said, I don't, I don't expect people to have me call and leave a fucking message on their fucking phone, whatever the fuck. Um, and I didn't mind losing out to the famous. I, I, I guess I just didn't realize I'd be losing out to the infamous as well. And I, I guess our economy is doing a whole lot better than I thought if fucking at least 40 people have 50 bucks lying around for nothing more than to hire the bagel boss to scream about the Philadelphia Eagles into his phone and do it poorly and have it sent to their fucking friend. And I looked at it. I scrolled through. I watched two of the videos and I just went because he can't even talk. He can't. Again, he's a fucking hump who got into a fight in a retail shop. And now people are he's made over two grand in a week. From a viral video. He's he's the fire fest of people. It's fucking insane to me. And people just still dump money into it. What the fuck? It's crazy. And look, I'm not like, boo-hoo, I'm not good. No, fuck that. I'm real good. But it's just this commentary where you look at it and you go, that fucking guy? Really? That, that fucking guy is getting paid to, to be a personality? That fucking guy? He was shitty and fucking rude. He's a misogynist and he just, and he just, and he, and the zeitgeist swept him up and he's making fucking money. And in my brain, I still went, you know what? This is a freak show, man. People would always watch fucking people suck eggs and people would watch people bite the heads off chickens and people would watch the human pin cushion and whatever the fuck, all that Jim Rose traveling circus fucking bullshit. You want to see a guy get hit in the head with a sledgehammer. You want to see somebody eat a bottle. There's always fucking money to pay to watch people do that freaky shit. And that's who bagel boss is. He's that freaky shit. He's the, he's the guy who drives a nail into his fucking septum. He's, he's that fucking psychopath and people will always pay to watch some fucking idiot do cartwheels and jump and act the fucking fool so they can point and laugh at him. I get it. I get it. But, but, but looking at his profile and his name is like Craig, AKA bagel boss. Cause nobody knows him as fucking Craig. You're not Craig anymore, buddy. You're hashtag bagel boss. Don't even put your real fucking name. Cause that's just fucking stupid. That's just like going, Hey guys, you know, my real name is Craig. Nobody gives a fuck. Do me a favor. Go get me some cream cheese and shut the fuck up. Bagel boss. Hash fucking tag. Nobody gives a shit about your real fucking name. You know, actually, my name is Craig. Nobody fucking cares. You fucking ridiculous goddamn locks and fucking and and capers motherfucker. But I looked through his profile and it said Craig aka Bagel Boss, and it had like twelve five star reviews, and all these people love him, and they're like, "Oh, he really nailed it!" and all this bullshit, and and all of that was fine because again, there's always money for freaks. The freak show will always turn a fucking profit. 
But the main objection I had was looking through and seeing Craig, a.k.a. Bagel Boss. Craig's got five-star reviews. Craig's got at least 40 videos that he's done. Craig's made $2,000. Now, again, like I said, I've done eight of these at 20 bucks a crack. And after they get their cut, I've made 130 bucks doing this, which is fine. Again, as I said, I'm not comparing me to him, monetarily anyway. Uh, I made, I've made 130 bucks which is fine, as I said. And I've done that in over a year. In two weeks, he makes two grand in in literally one twenty-sixth the time that I've taken to make it to get eight. He's gotten forty. He's gotten five times the work I've gotten in one twenty-sixth the amount of time, which again, fine. But as I'm looking through his profile, I see Craig, a.k.a. Bagel Boss. I see his reviews, and I see the list of all of his fucking videos. I watch a couple of them. But then I see the category that they've listed the Bagel Boss under on Cameo. Is he listed under hashtag Bagel Boss? No. Is he listed under Freak Show? No. Is he listed under Viral Sensation? No. Craig, a.k.a. Bagel Boss, is listed as a comedian. That's great. You know what? I think I've changed my mind. I think I'm just going to let the mice eat me. Preferably sooner than fucking later. You guys can get me at Mike at MikeSchmidtComedy.com. You guys can be my friends at Facebook.com slash the 40-year-old boy. You can follow me at Twitter.com slash the 40-year-old boy. You can find me at Instagram and Snapchat. I'm on there lurking at Mike40YOB. You can't miss me. I'm I'm that guy over there, the big guy, who's eating a ravioli sandwich (laughs) with a head full of ants. Uh, So Instagram, Snapchat, that's important. Find me at all those places. Twitter, Facebook, all these other grandiose plans that I've laid out like traps in the Internet for you to step into and be drawn up into a noose on your ankle. Is that an ankle noose? I don't know what you'd describe that as. But either way, you can find me in all these goddamn places. And also, I'm going to throw this at you. If you're on the PS4 network, find me on there. I'm Mike40YLB. I'm all over the place. Uh, Our good friend Ryan Dirks does all the web stuff for this channel, this show, this fucking media empire, I'm going to call it right now. You can find him at Facebook.com slash Ryan Dirks and become his friend and tell him he's the best. Uh, And our good friend David Mex Hernandez does all of the music and the fucking artwork for this goddamn show. You can find him at Facebook.com slash David Mex Hernandez. Be his friend, please. And when you become his friend, go peruse his photos. Why? Well, because the man is doing artwork and he's trying to get you guys involved in buying that artwork. And you can see samples of that artwork within his photos at Facebook.com slash David Mex Hernandez. Become his friend. Peruse his photos, the folders that he has with all of the illustrations and paintings and things that he's done in the past and you can pick something that you like a style that you like uh, or you can actually recommend that he or ask him I should say request that he do a style that you enjoy and he'll tell you if he can do that or not but first the whole thing is unlocked by becoming his friend at facebook.com slash David Mex Hernandez and also joining his Facebook group called this is dumb that's dumb you're dumb I'm dumb or I think it's called this is dumb or that's dumb this is dumb or this is dumb that's dumb I'm dumb you're dumb regardless it's a closed group you go ahead and try to join it and then he will ask you some questions see see these questions three you will answer those and you will hopefully not be thrown into a uh, into an abyss 
if you answer them incorrectly, but answer them correctly. And they're pretty easy questions from what I understand. And if you answer them correctly, get this, man. You are then in the club and you can go and check out all the creatures he's created there, all the all the mascots, all the drawings, all the paintings. Everything that he's created is evolved right there in the uh, This Is Dumb, That's Dumb, You're Dumb, I'm Dumb Facebook page, as well as Facebook.com slash David Mex Hernandez. All of his Valscapes, all the guy cons, everything that you've uh, I've told you about in the past that he's created. You can go ahead and check it out at all of those places I just mentioned. But also... If you want more of a corporate flair and see the things he did when he was uh, just fucking killing it for one of the largest advertising agencies in the world, you can go ahead and check out his website, artbydmh.com. That's A-R-T-B-Y-D-M-H.com. He's got examples there of more uh, buttoned up artwork that you can go ahead and check out if you want to have that kind of style. But again, his more freewheeling stuff, he's just... He's, he's perhaps the most talented person I've ever met in my life. Certainly, he's, uh, he's one of the most creative. And like I said, go to Facebook.com slash David Mex Hernandez. Check out all of his photos there. Become his friend on there as well. Join the closed Facebook group. This is dumb. That's dumb. You're dumb. I dumb. I dumb. I'm dumb. Who's dumb? You're dumb? Who's on first? Dumb? Dumb's there. I don't know. Third base. Uh, and also go to his website, please. Check out all the stuff he's got there. I'm sure you're going to find... Something you like at one of these locations, uh, like I said, Facebook or the Facebook group or his website, artbydmh.com. That's A-R-T-B-Y-D-M-H dot com. Welcome to the Mexicans Rock and Roll Limbo, where the lost souls of rock royalty pay tribute to the 40-year-old boy. Schmidt, he's five years old, into show and tell he strolled. Nobody ever told him it's the wrong way. No, it's not cool, brought a bullet into school. Who you think you're gonna fool? It's the wrong way. He's too smart for the school he attends, so he's gonna read on to his friends. Salty tears running down to my shin, respect fell through the ceiling and then it came. Father's Day 
following my brother on a way try to call her mother think she'll say you'll never spend another weekend with dad father's day daddy pulled us closer go and ride the indoor only that I could seek refuge in George Arnold's house. 
Seek refuge in George Arnold's house. Seek refuge in George Arnold's house. You cannot seek refuge in George Arnold's house! Shit out of these drums, dude. Hey, you guys want to book me on Cameo? <laughs> Why wouldn't you, right? God damn, it exists. It's out there. It's lurking. It's waiting. It's an app you download to your phone. If you don't know what it is, then you missed the beginning of this show, certainly, or at least the end of this show, or what, the middle of this show. I don't, I don't look. I don't want to speculate on when you jumped in or what you missed. Uh, Cameo is an app you download to your phone, or go to bookcameo.com, and you can hire me to call your friends and family. You know what? Book me to call the bagel boss and tell him he's a fucking stroke. Why not? Let's do that. Let's go ahead and get some good Cameo on Cameo violence rolling. Uh, I'll meet that guy in a pastry store and fuck him up. I'll close on him right in his fucking wispy mustache. I don't give a shit. I'll fucking knock you on your ass, tough guy. You want a piece of me, baby? It'll be just nothing but fucking cucumbers and fucking onions flying all over the joint. You'll end up a pie-eye with a couple of tomato slices on your head as I stomp you into a fucking cream cheese puddle. Um, see, that's what we need is we need to book a cameo where guys fight guys. That's the thing. Book book me. Well, don't, well, don't make me fight Brett Favre or anybody. But like, if, I mean, I guess I could fight a famous guy or a YouTube dude. But if you want me to just fucking squash the bagel boss, book me for that. Why not? Book me for book me for hiswake.com. Instead of book me for yourwake.com, book me for hiswake.com. Get me on board. I'll do that kind of shit. Uh, I'll just take him to my gym. The fleas will bite the shit out of him, and I'll fucking smoke him. I'll crush him. I'll crush that guy. That seems aggressive. Uh, but it exists. Cameo, you can download it to your phone right now. And book me if you want. But if you don't, that's totally fine. You can do that schmitty call me at gmail.com, and I'll call you. I'm still behind, but I'll call you. And, uh, or you can just hear me. 
here on Twitch. And, uh, you know, on Twitch, you can see me talking. Here, you can just hear me talking. But if you want to see my uh, my lovely countenance, you want to see my side profile, you want to see me looking like a, one of the Muppets. Eh, that's not true. But I'm, you know what? I don't like I get all washed out from the light because I don't have a, a you know professional lighting gear in my house. So the way we work is I'm in a little postage stamp there as I'm playing in Spooky Town, right? And then I wind up talking, but in my, my face is washed out from the bright screen. But then sometimes it'll get washed out from like then I'll be too dark. And my hair looks funky because there's light shining directly down into it. Then you look through it like it's fucking Al Gore's hair. You can see my scalp. Nobody wants to see my scalp. I'm old. I don't need these reminders of how old I am for fuck's sake. So please, some professional lighting guy, come to my house and fix this goddamn shit. Please, please don't do that. Seriously. But book me for cameo. Why not? Go ahead and have me on there and I'll call somebody and I'll tell them they're the greatest. That's how I like to handle it. We have a sponsor for this show. What? Yes, we do. It's the Paranoid Strain Podcast. Yay! It's our good friend, Fearful Jesuit. Uh, The most recent episode is about the Kennedy assassination. The one before that is about assassination in toto. And then there's all sorts of brilliant stuff in the past about other shows and things that you can go ahead and listen to him and Danny Unicorn parsing controversy and tearing it apart for your steaming ears to listen to and take in. Uh, You can go ahead and listen. Go ahead and subscribe. First of all, that's the most important thing. If you go to the iTunes store and you subscribe to the uh, the Paranoid Strain podcast, which is available right now, it is lurking. It is sitting there right now in the iTunes store, waiting for you to download and listen to and tell him what you think. Leave a review in the iTunes store. Tell him that you found it through us and he'll think we're hitters. Uh, and then also you can write him, theparanoidstrain at gmail.com. That's theparanoidstrain at gmail.com. Please write him. Tell him he's great. Tell him you love data. Tell him you love the show. Tell him you love me. That's good. Uh, and make sure that he knows that you heard of the show through me uh, and our show. So then he still sponsors us and this incestuous relationship can continue. He and I can continue our fucking fearful circle jerk into the goddamn ether for the rest of all eternity. That's what I want to do. I want to sponsor his fucking show. That's all I want to do, baby. I want to make sure he sponsored me. I'm sponsoring him. We're all sponsoring one another. It's just going to be great. So please check out the Paranoid Strain podcast available right now in the iTunes store for you to peruse and listen to and hear a bunch of song stings about our good friend JFK. That's in this week's episode or this month's, I should say, uh, the most recent episode. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, man, uh, you want to book me for Cameo or Lyft? Uh, no, you don't. What the fuck? My brain fried right there. You want to be an Uber or Lyft driver like our good friend Tom just recently did? Although I'll tell you, Tom, I, I've got to contact you back. You wrote me a note, which was very nice. But uh, Uber does not have a record of you signing up with my code. So maybe double check on that. And I guess I'll write you a note too, telling you the same thing. But our buddy Tom reached out and said, hey, man, I drove all weekend with your code. That's pretty cool. And I was like, great. And then I double checked and it doesn't say that anybody signed up. So that's a little rough. But I can tell you right now, if you want to sign up, whether you're a first time rider or you're a person who wants to drive for Uber or Lyft, I have two codes for you. Get a pen. For Lyft, my code is Mike720057. That's M-I-K-E 720057. And that's all caps on the mic. Mike720057. Please, please, please use that code if you want to be a Lyft driver or a Lyft rider. And if you want to do Uber instead, this is all lowercase. D-J-Z-W-1-Y-T-T-U-E. That's D-J-Z-W, the number one Y-T-T-U-E, and all of those letters are lowercase. Sign yourself up to go out there and uh, be a part of this pyramid scheme before it all falls through the goddamn earth. Because out here in California, there was a vote, and I think they voted to make us employees, and I don't know what that's going to do. I think I told you I got a letter from a lawyer in Boston who's like, hey, you want a settlement, and here's this amount, and it's like fucking 
four, well, four figures. And I was like, all right, well, I'll take that. But I mean, I've yet to hear from them. That's this thing where like, hey, man, you've totally won this. As long as we can get Uber to agree to the settlement, you'll get this amount. I'm like, all right, well, good luck. Good luck haranguing these mobsters into giving you penny number one. But that's fine. I, if you tell me I got free money floating around in the ether, here's my name. They did want my social security number, too. They're like, oh, and make sure you send your social security number so we can uh, we can chalk it up to taxes. And I'm like, nah, I think I can handle my own taxes. Here's my I'm it's bad enough. I'm giving you my name and my phone number and my address. But I think I'll hold on to my social, uh, even though stealing my identity isn't going to get you fuck all in this world at this point. But at the same fucking time, who knows? So I kept that and I said, I'll arrange my own taxes. Thank you. And they're like, well, we'll then we'll have to hold out a pre-designated amount for tax. I'm like, I don't give a shit. It's all found money to me, motherfucker. It's like literally I was walking down the street. I saw a paper bag in the gutter that had four figures in it. I'm done. Let's do that. Send it to me, baby. Whatever I wind up getting is fucking cool. Uh, and that can happen to you too. If you sign up for Uber and Lyft and then there's a lawsuit of some sort and you're part of the class action, why not do that? You know, don't even worry about giving me the benefits. I mean, certainly use my code, but you're just signing up for Uber and Lyft to be part of the inevitable class action lawsuit that's going to come. That's the way you should look at it. Make whatever your money you can in the interval. But until then, go ahead and fucking be part of that class action. Smoke these motherfuckers and get your share of the pie. I think that's the move, baby. Um, we have a YouTube channel. If I mentioned that, I think I mentioned it on the other side. YouTube channel right now, it's got all the podcast archives. It's got some stand-up stuff. It's going to be having more and more Twitch clips. I know I make these promises every week, but it's truly coming. I've been talking to my buddy, Adam, who's one of the coolest guys in the business. And he was like, hey, dude, you know, I, I really want to help you here. And so I said, all right, well, let's look at Twitch. And we got all sorts of stuff. Oh, Twitch. I didn't even talk about Twitch. I'm on, the, I'm on Twitch. Hi. Uh, Twitch.tv slash the 40-year-old boy. My Twitch channel is up and running. We have, uh, we have over 1,000 followers on there now. People come in and they check me out playing games. Like I said, right now we're playing a game called The Evil Within. I call it Spooky Town because it is just that. It's me running around with a gun and, I'm, and there's a lot of dream sequences and a guy from Assassin's Creed is trying to kill me and there's monsters trying to bite me. I, I just killed a bunch of death babies yesterday. It was totally fun. Um, well, well you, you got to tune in. You just got to check it out. Like, literally, I know you're like, death babies. What the fuck does that even mean? But it was like, well, I killed death babies. That was it. Uh, I, I can't literally, I wish I could explain it more, but I did. I stomped the fuck out of a bunch of death babies and there was blood and guts all over the fucking place. Spooky town games are fun. Now I'm playing other games that aren't spooky town, but I got a feeling I'm going to be playing spooky town games more and more because those are totally cool. And uh, you know, you jump around and there's people coming out of mirrors and all sorts of crazy shit. Uh, I kept chopping this one dude in half with an ax. It was totally fun. So please twitch.tv slash the 40 year old boy. You can go ahead and check it out or no twitch.tv. Yeah. Twitch.tv slash the 40 year old boy, just like youtube.com slash the 40 year old boy. Go ahead and check out all these channels. There's clips. There's all sorts of stuff you can see. And if you go to my Twitch channel, actually there's a bunch of clips on there that eventually will be on YouTube, but you can see clips of the hilarity we've had and we've experienced in the past on this channel as I've been scared by bears or I've stomped blood babies, whatever the fuck it all exists. It's all out there. Uh, so go ahead and check it out, please. Twitch.tv slash the 40 year old boy follow. We do it six times a week, uh, usually around four o'clock in the afternoon. Well, if you look, let's put it this way. If you just follow the channel, you'll always get notified when I go on. And, uh, and then, like I said, you can, you can also become a Twitch prime subscriber. If you're an Amazon prime person, and I'll get to them in just a second, but if you're an Amazon prime person, you can go ahead and subscribe to my channel using Twitch Prime, and that gets me five bucks and costs you nothing. It's a pretty good deal, so go ahead and do that if you're an Amazon Prime person. But first, come check out the channel and make sure it's something you like. It's just me playing, like I said, playing games and yelling. So it's, I think it's fun. I hope you'll like it, and a lot of other people seem to like it up to this point as well, too. So go ahead and jump in, please, at twitch.tv slash the 40-year-old boy. And don't forget to subscribe at youtube.tv slash, or, I'm sorry, youtube.com slash the 40-year-old boy. Go ahead and subscribe to that as well. Um... 
Go to MikeSchmidtComedy.com and go to the merchandise page, which you know is the Joe Business page. And there's an Amazon link on there floating around, staring you in the face. Go ahead and use that Amazon link, man. It totally helps me out. If you go ahead and, uh, and buy something, we, you know, we, we get money, they get money, you get stuff. You're buying stuff from Amazon anyway. Don't pretend you're not. Don't pretend that you're, you're trying to boycott Bezos. That's not happening. You, you like to get your shit delivered right to your goddamn door. It's like I just read a story about DoorDash and these other fucking places. They scam the shit out of drivers. DoorDash doesn't give these people their fucking tips. If you tip DoorDash, DoorDash is keeping the tip. It's just, it's what a fucking racket, dude. I told you lifted that to me when they were like, hey man, if you get, if you complete 30 rides, you'll get $400 bonus. I'm like, great. So I did the 30 rides and I thought I was going to get $400. And they were like, yeah, man, you made $390 with your 30 rides. So you get a $10 thing to round it up to 400. I'm like, no, where's my $400 bonus? They're like, no, uh, we, we make up the difference between what you make and the $400. And I was like, that's it. Fuck you, Lyft. I, I literally haven't driven for them since. Uh, but that doesn't mean you can't Mike seven, two, double Oh five, seven, but it's just shady as fuck. These, all these like DoorDash is doing the same thing. Apparently they would promise a driver eight bucks. They go, Hey man, if you do this delivery, you get eight bucks. So then you go and take it. And then the person tips you 10 bucks and, uh, and DoorDash keeps $2. Like literally like you get to keep eight cause they promised you eight. You don't get eight of the tip. That $8 tip then pays your fee and they don't pay you the DoorDash fee. Like it's crazy. Like if you, if say, say they say, Hey man, this, this delivery is 10 bucks. And then the guy tips you five, then DoorDash only pays you five and you get the tip for five to make up the difference. They, you get the 10 they promised, but you don't get the full amount of the tip. It's just, it's just all creative fucking shady ass bookkeeping that happens when you don't have any fucking unions anymore in this country. And people are like, Hey, I don't mind driving stuff around. What's that? You want me to, who am I? A spaghetti chauffeur? Let's fucking do it. Throw some spaghetti in my car. Wee. Hey, no tips. Fantastic. Wee. You get the fuck out of here. And then DoorDash is like, well, we've reviewed our policy and apparently uh, some people were saying that this isn't what they were expecting. So we're going to go ahead and uh, you know what? Everybody gets their tips now. No apology, no acknowledgement that for fucking since the beginning of DoorDash, they've been stealing the tips from the fucking drivers who take the food to everybody. And, and instead just this, yeah, you know what? Where they act benevolent. Oh yeah, we didn't, you know what? We thought this was a, a fair, more fair than you did, but we'll go ahead and meet you halfway. Fuck you, you fucking dicks. Isn't it bad enough? You're running your fucking car into the ground by delivering people salad and shit like that. You know, literally that's, that's what your life has become. You're a fucking it's at least a mailman is bringing you important shit. You might get good news, but if somebody is bringing you food, they're just like, I mean, I've done it. You know, I'm just, all I am is hi. How you doing? Here's some salad. That's it. I've filled my car to bursting with sauces and condiments. Won't you like some? And, and then you steal my tips from me. I mean, you already, you've already got me at my lowest fucking point. I'm, I'm literally transporting coleslaw from point A to point B. I've never been lower in my life. And yet now you're going to swoop in and take the fucking extra money I earned for the effort. You fuck it. And then not apologize after it when everybody calls you on your shitbag behavior. What a bunch of fucking scumbags. What just everybody. What a fucking racket. Hi. Uh, so go to Mike and go ahead and use the Amazon link, please. Because, again, you're buying stuff. And these Amazon. Prime, oh, by the way, uh, Amazon Prime people are, are also getting ganked by tips. So if you're going to tip the Amazon drivers, tip them in cash. I know you, a lot of people don't see their Amazon drivers, but it's like, and the only, only ones that are eligible for fucking tips are like the grocery people. I don't even fucking know what a fucking painstaking lawyer 
gauntlet they make people run through to try to make dollar fucking one from these people. It's just like, yes, I mean, Bezos didn't get to be the fucking billionaire and richest fucking dude on the goddamn planet by giving people their tips or making it easy for them to earn. But at the same time, I've never had a problem with them, and I'm glad that they give me money. But yes, I heard that their fucking warehouses are Byzantine torture chambers where people have an avatar of themselves on a screen and they're racing against a raccoon to try and fill boxes. And if they don't do it in time, there's a lever that's pulled and they fall through a trap door. And there's the the fucking that monster from Star Wars who lives in the basement that you got to fight your way out of there or whatever the fuck, the Sarlacc or whatever the fuck it's called. Yes, I know Amazon bought the Sarlacc and you have to fight it if you don't fill enough shoe orders that day. Uh, But right now I got a phone bill to pay and every other goddamn thing. So if you're going to use Amazon anyway, go ahead and use my link. It's available at the uh, MikeSchmidtComedy.com. It's on the merchandise page. We get money, they get money, you get stuff. And, uh, and just, you know, just let's all just hold our noses and make these transactions, right? Let's all, we know the world is a fucking volatile place, but let's do everything we can to help Mike Schmidt exist in it. Why don't we do that? (laughs) I reach out to you. I look, I plead with you folks. Let's just, uh, let's just make sure that everything goes well for me. Can you do that for me? Can you just go ahead and, and smooth it out? Like my Patreon page. My Patreon page exists. I could, I'd love to get a few good men or, and women to sign up on there. Become a Patreon patron at patreon.com slash the 40-year-old boy, or at least put in my name, Mike Schmidt, and find me. You'll see my smiling face with a dimple lurking right there. And become a Patreon patron, man. Go ahead and support this show, and it supports this and the Twitch channel and every other goddamn thing I have my media empire pointed towards. And yes, there are certainly rewards that have not been rewarded or, or they were they were better thought of in the initial uh wave of putting up the page and everybody's been very kind to me and I have to reevaluate and look at those things but if you want to become a Patreon patron you support this podcast you support the Twitch channel uh and and then you support any live stuff that I wind up getting the chance to do and actually you wind up you know you're paying my bills I'm not going to lie I've talked about it a million times on here where I'm like hey I'd love to be out every weekend and doing fucking shows but uh the money from Patreon helps pay my rent so I can keep an apartment and not wind up in a goddamn poorhouse and wind up homeless on the side of the fucking road there's a fucking dude I don't know if I told you this did I talk about this I was telling somebody about it but I can't remember if I talked about it here on the show there's a homeless chick by my house I swear to God, I told you guys this, and I'm going to tell you it anyway. There's a homeless chick by my house, but she's it's so hot all the time now. She's like naked all the time, and she's like she's actually like kind of she's she's not bad. I know that's fucking terrible to say. Like, uh, I mean, she's still you know she's filthy, like she's all dirty and stuff. She needs a bath or a hosing or whatever the fuck. But I, and, but I but I will say this. I saw her today. I was on my way to the gym because she's right. I drive under a viaduct on the way to the gym and she's oh, that's where she lives. She lives under this fucking viaduct and uh, and she she'll wear like fucking just like panties and no top like she's she's been topless. I've seen her like a couple times. I saw her once completely naked, uh, but she wouldn't turn around. I just saw her ass and I was like, what the fuck? Because that was the that was the first time it caught me. But then I've seen her be, you know, topless or naked or wearing g-strings and stuff and she's just walking around but today she had fucking beats wireless headphones on and in my head i'm like all right hold on a second you're fucking filthy and naked and dirty and living under a goddamn overpass but you've got beats wireless headphones now maybe she found them in the trash she could have gotten them from goodwill i don't fucking know i'm not and look i'm not judging her by all means if you if you're naked under an under an overpass and that's where you live enjoy your music please do whatever you can to charge it up and i hope you get any anything that brings you any sort of cosmic relief from the 100 degree heat and the fact that you're not wearing clothes and people are driving by and you're inhaling their fucking exhaust fumes then then by all means if you got to plunge yourself into some beats headphones good for you you know i've 
I usually, I told you, I'll give a homeless person water, like if I pull up and it's so hot, but A, it's not the kind of stoplight where, like she's not at the stoplight hustling, she's just under the viaduct, and if you roll down the window and go, hey, naked Cindy, why don't you come over here and get some water, then you just look like a fucking creep. Now you either look like you're going to pimp her out or you're going to take her home and give her a good scrubbing, and I mean, either one of those things, you're going to wind up in the clink, so fuck that. Uh, Unless I got out and like just dumped water all over her, I guess that would look like a good thing, because it's cold water, give her a cold shower, she gets all scrubby-dubby, but I don't fucking know, man, you can't do that shit in this day and age uh by the way i have no idea what day and age you could get out of your car and dump water all over a homeless person and pretend you were helping because that's just fucking shitbag behavior but oh well uh but yeah man so if you want me if you don't want me living under an, uh, an overpass and being naked out there all the time and everybody staring at me then please become a patron at the patreon page that would be great i would appreciate it right of course right why am i asking you if you agree um i will tell you this i saw once upon a time in Hollywood, I'm not going to spoil anything because literally this whole show was just going to be a spoiler app. I was going to talk about it and stuff, uh, but I decided not to because I don't know if anybody wants me to fucking, you know, I no, fuck that. Nobody wants me to spoil it. OK, you might want me to talk about it and I, I could have put spoilers in the title and all that, but I wanted to make sure that I didn't spoil anything for anybody because, again, I don't like to steal joy. I saw the movie Saturday. So, I mean, I saw it today's fucking Wednesday. So what fucking four days ago, five days ago. Um, I saw the North American premiere. You knew I told you I was I was hustling to try to get tickets, and I got them. I show up in the theater, and uh, the theater's all decked out for Tarantino. Like they got fucking these silhouette standups. The uh, you know what? Maybe I'll use one of the silhouette standups as the uh, artwork for the show this week, or I'll use you know what? I might use the screen that just said "Once Upon a Tarantino." I think I'll do that. I think I'll use that. Although, but I'm not even talking about the fucking. I can't do that. I'm not talking about the show. I'll use a different picture. Maybe I'll post them in the Facebook page or on Instagram. But um, but I already posted one picture. There's a picture of me, and it's it's with the Madame Tussauds, or whatever the fuck, the Hollywood Wax Museum's Quentin Tarantino wax figure is at the Arclight. And I posted it, and I think people actually thought that it was Tarantino because some people were like, yeah, dude, oh, my God, that's amazing. I can't believe you met him. And I'm like... Oh, no, because I, I wasn't trying to look like I really met the guy because I met him before. All right, that's fine. But I wasn't looking like that photo because the photo, dude, he's got his hands out like an auteur and he's like framing a shot. And I went underneath his arms and I took a photo. Oh, and let me tell you about this fucking shit. So I get in there, right? And they got fucking silhouettes all over the place. They got all these displays, all this Tarantino stuff. So when I walk in the theater, they actually have the wax figure. And I'm like, holy fuck, there's no way. That's fucking awesome. I got to get a photo. So I walk over. And uh, there's a kid, and he's like, hey, man, I, I'm, I'll, I'll take your photo. I go, you know what? I can do the selfie thing. That'll be totally fine. He goes, you sure? I go, yeah. So I, I reached out, but I, and I usually, I'm really good at arm's length selfies. I take them all the time with people when I meet them. And I'm good because, again, I have long arms and whatever the fuck. But this, this wax figure already had its arms extended. So I wanted to try to get its, its hands in the shot as well as his face and my face. So I had to hold my camera way out and I took like fucking six pictures and it just, it wasn't registering, man. It just was the wrong angle. I did a couple of stulics. It didn't fucking work. And I'm like, this is just not, I mean, you know, it just, it just didn't look good. So I looked at the dude. I go, dude, all right, cool. I go, you, you're really taking photos? He goes, that's why I'm here. Literally, this is my station. And I go, all right, do me a huge favor. I go, just fucking chest up. He goes, what do you mean? I go, I, I, go, I don't need... I, 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 nobody needs to see my fucking fat gut. I go chest up and like his, his hands and his head. And I go, nobody needs to see a full body shot. He goes, Oh, okay. No problem. He's like, and he's taking them in landscape, which is this phone sideways. I go, do me a favor, get in tight and put the phone up and take it, you know, walk up and take it with the portrait one. And he's like, okay. And he comes up and does it real close. 
And uh, he goes, there you go. Thanks, man. I go, thanks. And I never like to check the photos in front of the people who take the photos. But I also know nobody ever takes good photos. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with people. I don't know. Nobody gives a fuck about your shoes. Nobody wants to see the ceiling. Fucking frame it, man. So sure enough, I, I walk away and I look at the pictures and they're fucking terrible. Even the ones in portrait, it's like all ceiling. And, and my whole gut is in there. Like my whole body is in there. The landscape ones is you can see my shoes. It's like, I'm in shorts. It's just like, dude, nobody needs to see my fucking clothes. It's like literally his head and his hands. And then my head, that's it. That's all I want. Cause again, it's, we all know with selfies, you're trying to control the fucking image and you're trying to make sure you look good. You don't want to look like a fucking idiot. Why are you going to post the goddamn thing? Uh, I'm sure there's some people who are like breezily tossing off photos. I'm not one of them. I've got, I've got a, there's a whole production team. I got to make a phone call. Fucking someone named Francesco has to come by. They got to do my face and draw my, they got to work my brows. I got to do all that shit. So I come back over and there's a line now. There's people waiting and he goes, uh, what'd you think? And I go, eh. I go, you know, I, I'd actually like to take another run at it. I don't mean to be like that guy. He's like, no problem. As soon as these people are done. So two, two groups of people do it. And he goes, all right, get in there. So I did. And I, I got super close to the dummy. So he couldn't help but get me and Tarantino and, and the hands and uh, he's, took, he's doing it in landscape again. I go, dude, do me a favor. Do it in portrait and just get our shoulders, like literally shoulders and head. He's like, oh, okay, no problem. And, and he takes some photos and he goes, there you go, buddy. And I, I walk away. And he's a kid, man. He's got to be 24, if that. I walk away. I look at the phone. And again, the landscapes, there's my shoes. He took the whole fucking, and, and again, you can see like the window outside behind me and, and the ceiling. It's just, it's just, it's even uncroppable because if you crop it, it's just my, you can't, you can barely see anything, dudes. And then I look at the portrait ones where I said, hey, dude, just do fucking like our heads, like shoulder. Well, he took me completely literally like the bottom of the frame is my chin, my chin and his chin. And, and then the ceiling all above our fucking heads, like literally my chin is the bottom and then it goes right straight. And I was, I looked at it and I literally, I just go, fuck. And I've, I'm away from him, so he can't hear me. And I'm and I told some people about this already, and they're just like, "He was trolling you, dude. He was doing this on purpose." I'm like, "I don't think so." I I because this happens a lot with people. When I when I when the Mike Myers Halloween thing was there, some people are like, "Will you? Oh, do you want us to take your picture with it?" Because I was doing the one arm selfie thing, and they're like, "I go, yeah, that'd be cool." And then the same thing, I said, "Hey, do me a favor, just get like his mask just over my shoulder, and and just get me from the chest up." And they're like, "Great." And then they hand me the thing, and there it is, my jeans. I mean, it's like my whole legs are in the photo. It's like, dude, nobody needs to see me looking like I'm posing in a fucking barrel. I'm not Wild Bill from the fucking Broncos game leading fucking cheers for God's sake. Jesus fucking Christ! Nobody gives a shit about my shirt or my pants. Chest up. That's it. So I go over a third fucking time and now there's more people there and he looks at me and he goes, oh, no good, huh? And I go, no, I, I, not, not your fault. I go, don't worry about it. I go, I know I'm a goof coming back here for the third time. And he goes, well, no problem. I'll take it. I go, no, no, I, I got it. And he's like, no, it's okay. I promise this time I go, no, no, dude, seriously, take anybody else's photo, but let me, I'm good. I got an idea. And, uh, I approached the wax dummy and I crouched underneath the hands and I put my head in between his hands and I took the photo and you can see the photo at Facebook. It's posted on my Facebook page and on my Instagram. And, uh, and I took two different photos of it. I took two different angles where I held, you know, but, and I, and I fucking, I, and the second I went for that pose, I went in and I ducked under the hands and I turned around, I looked at my phone and there were people around and they went, Oh, that's great. And then I snip, snip. I took two photos. I walked away. And the guy's like, oh, that's a really good idea. Yeah, you know? And I'm like, yeah. And then I looked at the photos. And they're fucking gold. Gold. And so I posted it. That's the one I posted on, on Instagram and Facebook. It's just it's just a great, because it's different. It's, it's a unique shot. He's in it. His hands are in it. My face is in it. 
it has it has interesting composition. It's 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 intimate. It's just it's everything that I wanted it to be. And my fucking jeans aren't in it or shorts or whatever the fuck. So, uh, so the, you know, I'm walking around. It was really cool because there's a ton of fans there and we're all buzzing because this was truly the North American premiere. Like I, they didn't do the red carpet until Monday. So I'm seeing it on Saturday night. It's showing Saturday and Sunday one night only, you know, in both those places or at the Arclight both nights, 730. Uh, but I'm, so I'm seeing it Saturday. I'm seeing, I'm, on, I'm in the crowd of the first people ever to see it. So I'm in the lobby, fucking Tarantino walks in and, you know, he, he walks in and when he walks in, it's just the guy's a tornado because, I mean, because there's people in his wake and he's, he's not big footing. He's not acting like a big ass celebrity. He literally walks in and people are like, Hey, and he's like, Hey, how you doing? How are you? Hey, hi, hi. And he keeps walking because he knows if he slows down, people are going to grab him. And, it, you know, this guy, they're screening his movies. He's been to three different screenings. I found out he was at Kill Bill 2. He was going to go see Hateful Eight. You see him both Once Upon a Time in Hollywoods. So he's been in the theater. And also, they're giving away, like, signed posters. He's just, it's a whole event, and he's there. So he walks into the lobby. And, I'm, and, I'm, and look, I've, I've been, I was very lucky. When Lily put on the show, I was able to meet him. I told him how much his work meant to me. I performed for the guy. He told me I was funny. I can't queer the deal on that. I mean, that's it. I've had my moment with him. I've, I've had everything I needed to have with him. Um, you know, if I found myself in a situation where I could talk to him again, where I wasn't fucking bothering him or it was a social situation, of course, but I wasn't going to pursue him and go, Hey, Hey, can I get a photo with whatever the fuck? And, uh, but that, but I'm always like that, but not everybody's always like that. So he walks in and you know, people are in his wake. They're all trailing after him. They're all finding him. And I mean, look, all of these screenings are sold out. So there's there's easily 500 people's, people of screening trying to get a hold of him and talk to him and grab him and, and all this bullshit. And he comes blazing through the lobby and a guy stops him. And uh, the guy walks up to him and he's like, hey, you know, I just really want to shake your hand. And, he, and so Quentin shakes his hand and goes to walk away. And then uh, Quentin stops to talk to a woman. There's a woman there. And this guy literally just takes his photo like from the side profile, doesn't get it even his face. He just, it's just a sneak shot. And you could see that he fucking did it. And then Quentin's talking to this woman and then Quentin goes to walk away. And the guy goes, Hey, you know, uh, yeah, I really wanted to show you this, you know? And, and cause a lot of people had stuff they wanted signed. A lot of people had keepsakes and this guy starts to pull something out of his bag. And Quentin's like, no, no, I, I just, I can't, I'm, I'm, I'm busy, you know, uh, but it was, it was nice to meet you. I just, but I gotta go. I can't, I can't, I can't. And the guy goes, okay, well, you know, that's fine. And, uh, the guy and Quentin goes to walk away. And then the guy comes, he won't leave him alone. He keeps following him through the lobby. And Quentin kind of, he doesn't say anything to the guy, but he's still walking. And I'm, and I'm right there. I'm like two feet away at this point. And then the dude says, well, wait, well, Quentin, can I get, can I get a photo with you? Can I get a photo with you? And fucking Tarantino, <laughs> I wish, I wish I could do his fucking voice because I would do it justice. But literally, uh, the one thing I will say about Quentin Tarantino is he does not suffer fools at all. He's fucking rich. He knows he's the coolest guy in the room and he knows everybody there to see him and he doesn't have to be fucking nice to you if he doesn't want to be, even though he tried. I saw him tell the guy, hey, it was nice to meet you. Okay, well, no, I can't. I really can't. I got to go. I got other things I got to do. No, I'm really busy. I got to, I mean, he, he three times he tried to be nice to the dude and finally the dude's like, well, wait, can I just finally, can I just get a picture with you? Can I just get a picture with you? And fucking Tarantino, I'm not kidding. He just wheels on the guy and he goes, I met you. Okay. We had a moment. What do you want? A kiss and a hug? I can't stand here all day. Okay. And he walks away. And I mean, when he did it, everybody stopped because he's loud. He's, and he's a big dude. Tarantino's probably six, three. And he just fucking, 
I mean, just wheeled on the dude. There was no, excuse me, sir, I'm sorry. No, 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 fuck that, because he was tired of it. Everybody's grab-assing him. They're trying to get a hold of him, and he's in demand, and he fucking gets it, but he also knows he's the big swinging dick in the fucking room, man. So literally, I met you, okay? We had a moment. What do you want, a kiss and a hug? I can't stand here all day, okay? And he walks away, and I just, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm mortified for the dude because he just got called on the carpet in front of this entire room full of fucking QT psychopaths. And they're all now staring at him because he made their hero yell. And he's just kind of like sheepishly looking at the ground and he doesn't know what the fuck to do with himself. And of course, Tarantino goes over and finds a blonde and starts talking to a woman at the goddamn bar. And yes, I know he's married, but it doesn't matter. I know in a social situation, you'd probably much rather talk to a woman than talk to these dudes who are all like, hey, look, I drew you in uh, Reservoir Dogs. You know, like nobody fucking, he doesn't, he draws those kind of people out of the goddamn woodwork and guys like me you know what i mean who just think he can do no fucking wrong um but it was beautiful i saw i get to see him yell at a dude and it, like like literally two three feet away from me he just wheeled on the guy okay <laughs> it was fucking awesome and then i went in and saw the movie he gave a speech before the movie and i actually i filmed the speech i have it i, I should post it and he just goes hey you know what you guys are here the geek army's in full effect i see that you got a lot of you're wearing the hawaiian shirts like brad pitt that's fucking awesome and you guys are i'm so happy you're here and then he goes uh so i'm gonna watch it with you i wanted to, a paying audience to see it for the first time and i want to be here to watch it with you guys and i'm but i'm telling you right now afterwards don't talk to me don't touch me i'm not gonna take a fucking picture with you i can't i just just i just leave me alone okay and everybody laughs because it's like haha quentin tarantino but also he fucking meant it i mean that guy's not fucking around he's literally like do not bother me i do i do not want to be hanging out with you i'm here to watch the movie and that's it he goes don't ruin it watch the movie and we'll all experience it together but don't bother me afterwards i'm not gonna take a picture with you i'm not gonna sign anything don't ruin it and uh, I just, I, you know what? Fuck, man. When you're the guy, when you're the man, you can be that way. You can fuck. And it wasn't, he wasn't being shitty. He wasn't being a dick. Because there's the thing. I'm sure people would be like, wow, how arrogant. Or wow, oh my God, how stuck up. And it's like, no, man. That's a dude who's in constant demand from every geek in the world, every anybody, producers, any hanger on, anybody. Because Hollywood's a fucking rough town for that kind of shit. And when you're the it guy, when you're absolutely the it guy, then you, you, you're pursued constantly. And so you have to lay down the law right away. Hey, look, I'm not going to fucking hang out with you. I'm not going to be your best friend. I'm not going to be your pal or watching the movie. Okay. Don't ruin it. Okay. And, uh, and I respected it. And, uh, and then he sat down and they rolled the movie and I'm not going to say anything about it here. Uh, I will tell you that next week I'm on comedy film words, uh, film nerds, uh, Tarantino spoiler episode. I don't know if I'm on a regular episode or just the Tarantino spoiler episode, but we'll be, Breaking the movie down and talking about it in in great detail on their show next week. Uh, and then maybe next week on my show, I will also talk about it because I figure giving you a weekend to watch it. Because look, I'll be honest with you. All I want to do is talk about this movie. I almost did this whole episode. I was going to do a spoiler episode and just take it apart for you. And then I decided not to. I, I was just like, you know what? Just don't do that to people and let them see it first. And and I'm doing also I'm doing film nerds. I'm going to be like hearing the same show twice. But I guess if I do it on film nerds, then you hear me next week. It'll be like hearing the same show twice. So hi, I don't know what the fuck to do, but I will tell you, I, uh, I saw it and I'm seeing it again this weekend. Uh, one more time at least before I see it with uh, with the filmers or talked about it with the filmer show. And uh, I will tell you, you should see it. That's all I'm going to say. You should definitely see this movie. And I will tell you that uh, that Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt are fucking awesome. And Brad Pitt is the best. I, I You know, he's he's been a recurring theme on this show where I've talked about jumping the fence or whatever the fuck. He's just got that thing in him where, you know, women are just like, holy shit, just fucking spraying 
between their legs for the fucking guy. And then, you know, men are the same way. Men are just like, I want to be that dude. I would love to feel his muscles. I mean, I know that seems weird, but he just, he's just fucking cool. And in this movie, he's cool as fuck. He's so great. I mean, and DiCaprio's really great too, but this, there's something about Pitt and this character. And every time he's on screen, the whole movie kind of fucking changes where you're just, he's just, he's effortless. He's just one of those dudes who's just effortless. And he was effortless in Ocean's Eleven and Ocean's 13, and he was effortless in Fight Club, Um, but then he was acting in 12 Monkeys, and he was acting in 7, he's just so goddamn good, and in this movie, he's just so goddamn good, so you have to see it, Uh, I'll probably talk a lot more about it next week, I'm definitely going to do the comedy film nerds, and I think you should do and you know what I think you should do, I think you should pay to go see it, okay, go see it, so when I talk about it, I'm not spoiling anything, and don't tell me that I shouldn't spoil it, and don't tell me that I shouldn't ruin the movie for you, and don't tell me that I shouldn't be talking about the plot, because you know what, six days is Ready? You don't come to a throne if you're not gonna suck a dick. Hey.